Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? Oh, I'm alone. <laughs> no happy. Welcome to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Me, J-Dubs, uh, along with Chunks Corolla, Tommy Bateman, and C-Lane tonight. El Jefe is out a little under the weather, so uh, it'll be just us hanging out in the hideout. You can be somebody many different ways. One way is by the telephone, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Use those numbers often. As well as on the Internet, uh, we have the AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout. Uh many forums for you to go to. Uh, one is fullblownaids.com. Go up there, sign up for that. Hideoutheretics.net. Be there. Be somebody. And realradio.fm, where we have real TV, where you can, uh, real radio TV, where you can kind of uh, go check out the, the, the show in studio. And uh, it's synced right up with the audio. It's a beautiful, beautiful uh, setup we have here at Real Radio. <laughs> They're pretty mean on that, too. Uh, they have the chat. Oh yeah, there's a chat room in here as well. I haven't uh, logged into that yet, but I'll ch- I'll definitely check that out in a few minutes. Yeah, I feel kind of badly because all day I went in the chat uh, chat room under the name like Redneck Billy, mm-hmm. and like they're already going show us your boobs, show us your boobs. So like if they're talking about Tiffany, of or, like, Jen or more, I'm like boobies, boobies, boobies. <laughs> and, you're, and you're adding to it? <laughs> yes. Why not? I'm sorry. As well as El Jefe not being here, um, Matt Albert is Who? not here. Who's that? Yeah. yeah. And that, that should actually make the people in the chat room very happy, because that's all I hear in the chat. God, he's so fat. All I, all I read in there is, Matt's fat. What is he doing? Why isn't he <laughs> doing more? And I'm like, what do you expect him to be doing? Like, carving out some stuff from wood or, or what? Well, I mean, I would like to see some crunches out of the man. Whittling? It really wouldn't be a bad thing for him. Hold on. I'm writing my resume while I'm on the show. And he's oh. usually the big elephant in the room. But today, that's not the big elephant in the room. There's a, there's a huge news story out right now, and uh, here's the audio from the AP. This is breaking news from the Associated Press. According to U.S. law enforcement officials, a man arrested in Thailand is being held in connection with the slaying of John Benet Ramsey. Federal officials familiar with the case said the man was being held in Bangkok on unrelated sex charges. Six-year-old Ramsey was found beaten and strangled in her Colorado home in 1996. Sandy Cosell, the Associated Press. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, I mean... That's one of those murders that I thought was never going to be uh, kind of figured out. And it still hasn't. Yeah. This could be a dead end. Ten Pardon years, though. But um, <laughs> it, it could it could really be nothing. But it, the fact that they are even making an arrest ten years later on uh, this high profile of a, uh, of a case is amazing. I don't even know how you could make the connection if the f- facts... I mean, you'd still what, know... What, he's in Thailand? Is. Yeah. Uh, well, the, he is an American person. He's, uh, I believe he's 41... Uh, second grade school teacher. So that, what? Yeah. <laughs> Surprise always, not. Yeah. And he was arrested over in Thailand uh, over a unrelated sex crime. So 
I and I didn't know if uh, sex was a factor in the Jean Bonnet case. I don't remember that being. I think so. I, I remember her being strangled and beaten. But uh, yeah, that happened right after Christmas, 1996, so almost 97. God, man, it seems like just yesterday. Really? Yeah. You don't think so? No. God, man, it was so no. big in the it, news. It's yeah, it was big in the news back then. And the funny thing about it was, it wasn't even a huge story at first for the th- first three days. But then they uh, started investigating the parents in it and everything, and then the parents went on CNN. Yeah, everyone and uh, said, "Hey, we have uh, nothing to do with this. It's uh, you know, the, there's a killer out there, and you guys are looking at us for it." Yeah. And that's when it just exploded nationally. Everyone pulls that though. Yeah, and I remember everyone, even to this day, everyone still says, it was the parents that did it. it yeah, and, uh, I still think so, allegedly. The dad was running for office over in Michigan, and uh, everybody was going crazy about that because of uh, him being implicated in this murder. And I think a lot of people owe him and the mother a lot of... She's uh, dead. The mother's dead? Yeah, I think she died of cancer like a year ago. <laughs> oh. I shouldn't you're, have laughed there. You're going to hell. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but oh, you can't just kill your kid. He, she didn't. That means nothing. It really does. It doesn't mean that she didn't or did. But at least they have someone in this case ten years later. But it, it is a step in the right direction. Yeah. Did this happen in Michigan? No, this happened in uh, Colorado. Oh yeah, that's right. But I, I, I believe he moved to Michigan and then he ran for office there. You just picked any random state. I mean, all the states. <laughs> I to pick. Well, it's Colorado to Michigan. It's not a far leap. Yeah, I guess so. You're right. Damn hippies. What? With your tab. What are you talking about? 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Um, I, I don't know if this should still be as big of a story as it is nine years later. Mm. I don't think a lot of people remember it. Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely, but I mean, it's uh, to me... I think it's the biggest murder case ever, and I liked it hearing back about it. You just it. said, you're right in the fence on both sides right there. You said, I don't know if people remember <laughs> it, and, it, yeah. and it, uh, it was the biggest murder case of well, all time. I remember I told you. It, to me, it seemed like it was just yesterday. I remember watching every E! True Hollywood story, and in fact, on the XM radio, they were replaying that the whole... The XM radio? Yes. They were replaying the whole John Bonet thing. I listened to all two hours of it in my car. What whole John Bonet thing? They play that, like, the whole... The E True Hollywood story. They oh, replay okay. that on uh, XM Radio. They mm-hmm. replay all the old ones uh, during the weekends a lot. And I listen to that whole thing, just like, oh man, I remember how much this blew up. And besides, I can't. This, this has to be the biggest. I can't think of any that are bigger than this, man. None bigger than Sean Bonet. No, Ramsey. man, it's a six-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah, she's hot now. She would have been hot now. She would have only been 16, or maybe even 15. Just think of... You are going to hell. No, dude, it's a shame that some psycho in Thailand took away probably what would be the greatest batch material no, of all time. No, I'm, I'm not you. letting you go there. I hate Why? you. Jeez. Am I wrong? Dude, with the superimposing that they have these days, the there's age no progression? There's no one doing the age progression on John Bonet. We're in Florida. Of course they are. <laughs> you can get away with that here. No, you can't. You can't get away with that anywhere. Really? The biggest case or not, and I do not agree it's the biggest case. I, I think there's many bigger no, I mean, ones out there. I don't know how superimposing her is going to make her hot now. I mean, yeah. be age progression. Same. It's not superimposing, though. Let's go to Papa John in 386. Hey, how you guys doing today? Mm. Hey, I got a question. Um, The biggest murder case I can think of would be the O.J. Simpson where he cut their heads off. Yeah, O.J. Simpson definitely dwarfs Jean Bidet Ramsey. What are you talking about? Because he's full grown. That was just blown up out of the... And a football I mean? player. That was nothing, man. It's OJ. He got off anyways. It wasn't him. And he said 
he killed him, and it's alleged well, he didn't it, do it. It doesn't mean that it's not a big murder case. Why? Why is it big? Who was that bitch he murdered? Some no-name chick that was sleeping That's around right. on someone? That happens, man. That's adults. This is a little kid right here how who was the, high. How about the Menendez brothers? That was a bigger case than uh, Jean Benet, I would say. What, yeah. if, what if Nicole Brown Simpson's real killer is in Thailand? I have it on good authority mm-hmm. that he could be there. Maybe it's just someone just doing all of these uh, huge... High-profile murders. What did the Menendez brothers do? They killed their uh, parents. Nah, not really, man. They're kind of fruity. Didn't they like well, play yeah, with they, each other? No, they didn't play with each other. Their dad molested them. Mm, that's kind of mental insanity. Still, again, this is a kid. That's not they, really. They were kids when they were molested, mm-hmm. and then they uh, shot him in the head. What's what, they really and, rich? The, and the mom. What's yeah. The, what state was that in? Um, that was California, wasn't it? Oh, they can do anything out there, man. You got to realize that the different states in California are allowed to do that crap. You get off without any problem. They just got stuck going to jail. But still, man, this is a, this is a, a young hot chick. <laughs> what? You are not calling a six-year-old dude, young and hot. See? You can call her young, it's but a, not hot. The, the makeup they put on her. Ooh, the cowboy I'm, hat. I'm going to ask you to stop dude, I, now. I'm not talking about then. I'm talking yeah, about yes, now. Yes, you are. You said Age the, the, progressed. The... Age progressed, man. That's ten years Age ago. Age progressed is, is still 15 or 16. She could be a fat pig by now. She could be a hooch. You mean to tell me that there's... I don't care if she is or isn't. I'm not going to put myself in position of... She didn't even have implants, so you're out of your mind. I'm just going to throw allegedly in there so that everybody's safe. Smack, that, smack Daddy in the 407. Hey, biggest case in the United States history, the Manson murders. The Manson murders, and I'm, I'm going to kind of not include the, uh, the the serial killers, the uh, the Mansons or the Gacy's. Because that is a little bit different. This is just a single murder case, not like a, a serial killer. And Manson's more like ear rape anyways, man. I mean, was what? it just concerts? No. Marilyn Manson? Charles Manson. Who was that? It was that guy who had the teddy bear on his forehead, right? Captain Spaulding, what do you got? Do you think they should name, dedicate, name a, a flag, dedicate a flagpole in Bin Laden's honor? <laughs> no. What's well, with the terrible questions today? That if she'd be, if uh, Jean Benet would be hot now, and if uh, there should be something in in uh, Bin Laden's honor. It's not if, dude. If you look at her bone structure, I don't care about her. You, no, I'm not looking at her bone structure. She's I'm not. not I'm not thinking of her at 15 or 16 because that's still creepy. Fine, allegedly. And that's still illegal. Allegedly. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Lacey Peterson. I would say not bigger, right on par. Hmm, not really. She looked kind of like a bitch. She got fat. She was pregnant. <laughs> Doesn't count. You dude. get fat when you get pregnant. Ah, man. Fat. She was buried with little Connor in her arms. Mm, if you ask me, that's the way you deal with fat chicks. I mean, he got a little sloppy with it, but come on. She had a little bit more padding before the kid. That's just an excuse they use. I'm not going to go with that one. Phil Hartman. Totally wrong. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I man. just remember them saying that they found him shot to death with his eyes open. That was just a creepy image. Oh, I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember I came home. Eyes open. Why did they even add that in there? That was like a year later than John Bonet, wasn't it? Because I remember I was still working at the hor- at Best Buy. That had to be like what ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, so I remember I came home and my dad was like, "Hey, Phil Hartman died," and I was like, "Really? How?" And he's like, "His wife shot him while he was sleeping. Yeah. He found him with his eyes open." Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Did they have pictures of that one? I do at home, but that's my own personal use. Normally, I'd agree with you, but after news radio, that's the one he's on. Nah, forget it. What do you Blows mean? his brains out. That no, was awful. no. He was great. He was man. a genius. Yeah, he's no John Lovitz. 
What are you talking about? She's in the I same body. I love the critic. Exactly. Yeah, but no, John Lovitz replaced the Phil Hartman character on News Radio. All Phil Hartman did was uh, accelerate his voice and make crazy noises. Who makes a career off that? Um, he didn't. He, that wasn't his big gimmick. Yeah, it was. He was the just a funny guy. guy. Nah, not really. He was kind of dull. He was. Let's go to, let's go to Craigslist Warren. Mm. Craigslist Warren. <laughs> What's yeah, up? I have uh, three that are better than John and A. Okay. Uh, the Jack Ripper ones. Now, that one that was never uh, solved. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got uh, the Patrick Bateman murders. I agree with those. Okay. And uh, the Hefe murder. What happened to him? Ah, he's sick today. Mm. And awesome. I, I, I think I, what what uh, what uh, Chunks was telling me before the break, he's out with the Malloy. Yeah, he's under the Malloy today. <laughs> they found him dead with his eyes open on his bed. Not yet. With his cat eating his soul. Let's go to Jason, 407. <laughs> Tyrone. Let's go, Jason. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, the one that I was going to uh, throw out there might be a little old. I doubt very many people that are alive remember it, but uh, Charles Lindbergh's baby, when he got abducted and killed, was a pretty famous one. Like, everybody in the nation knew about that. Ah, uh, not really. <laughs> yes, they did. Dude, he got you mean, so not much really. notoriety from... The Lindbergh baby is still some of this reference. No, dude, look. It has to even out. He got so much notoriety from making that uh, cr- uh, transatlantic flight, the first guy. It evens out. You give, you take a little bit. And he know? had cheese named after him. Besides, mm-hmm. the kid was going to grow up to be gay. <laughs> Allegedly. Do you last name Lindbergh? Yeah. <laughs> you got a little Lindbergh in you. <laughs> uh, how about uh, Susan Smith? Who? Susan Smith. She's Still, the one with the kids? Yeah, and oh, uh, no. said that, that uh, she's some black bad, people the took bad her car. Driver. No, yeah. man. Those kids. Those... Tyrone and Dro that stole her car, right? <laughs> hey, come on, man. That's a great alibi. And besides, her kids were brats anyways. This was a cute girl with makeup, dressed what? very well. What are you talking about? She was hideous. Who? John Benet? Susan Smith. No, Susan Smith. No, I'm talking about John Benet. <laughs> Don't even be creepy about this. It's not the appropriate time. You'd make out with Eric Benet just <laughs> to get close to her. Corolla in the 407. Uh-oh. Yeah, what's up, Hyda? Go. Um, the Terry Savo murder was pretty big. Was nah. that? A, would you consider that a murder? No. She murdered herself. No, she didn't. Didn't she commit suicide, try to do it, or she was anorexic or something? It was a necessary murder. Needed to happen. The only uh, that joke was an unnecessary <laughs> murder on the air. God, just wait till next break. Thanks, well. Jody. <laughs> Let's go to Todd in the four hundred seven. Todd. Oh, hey, sorry. Uh, yeah, how about, I got a couple of them. How about a uh, Robert Blake? Robert Blake. I would say Jean Benet was bigger than Robert Blake. Yeah, I'll give you that. Robert Blake didn't even get murdered. He's still alive. Uh, he did. What about the uh, uh, Walsh? What's that? Adam Walsh, his dad got famous on the whole America's Most Wanted. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, with his, uh, Didn't they kid. just find his head only or something like that, or they didn't... It was one of those. How they either found just his head or not his head. How do you know all these morbid facts, man? No wonder why you get so angry. My roommate, soon as he's talking about a six-year-old, how hot and sexy she is, I have to do something to pass the time online. Hey, at least I don't get my roommate involved with a crack whore. I didn't, yeah, make, you, I didn't make you pay her for anything. Mm. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. We'll be right back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Good afternoon. I'm Molly Hughes with this breaking news regarding an arrest in the Jean Benet Ramsey case. Rick Salinger in the CBS4 newsroom with the very latest. Rick. 
Molly, we have learned the name of the person arrested today in connection with the murder of Jean Benet Ramsey is John Carr. We understand that he is a school teacher and had been working on the elementary school level in Bangkok, Thailand. He was arrested at his home in Bangkok today by authorities from the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency of the United States as well as Thai police. We cannot confirm reports that he has made any confession. However, authorities do tell us that he does has a, have a connection to Boulder and had lived there at one time. A statement was issued earlier today by John Ramsey, the father of Jean Benet, who said that they are very happy with the developments and that they wish that Patsy Ramsey, who died recently, would have been alive to have learned about the news today. However, she had been informed that an arrest was possible in the case, and now it appears it has happened. Molly? All right, Rick Salinger, live in the newsroom. So, an arrest of a 41-year-old school teacher who is a registered sex offender, arrested today in Thailand in the 10-year-old murder case of six-year-old Jean Benet Ramsey in Boulder, Colorado. The name of the suspect, again, John Carr. We understand he does have some ties to Boulder. We are working on that, plus several other angles of the story. We encourage you to join us on CBS 4 News at 5 o'clock after Oprah. Ooh, I'll be there after Oprah. She loves age 57. Who do you? Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. That is the top story of the day. Someone arrested in uh, the uh, the John Benet Ramsey murder. Uh, the uh, the guy was arrested over in Thailand. Forty uh, one year old guy, uh, American second grade school teacher. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Real quick, I just want to say that I am on the chat over on uh, Real Radio TV. So if you go over there, Real Radio TV, and uh, log on there, I'll try to keep up with you, but it probably won't. What happened? I was just going to ask you to show your boobs. <clears throat> oh, I've already gotten a few of those. <laughs> 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Uh, Chunks yep. claims Jean Benet Ramsey is the biggest uh, murder, highest profile murder in American history. Absolutely, and uh, I haven't got one fact proving me wrong. All the calls uh, so far have been weak. All right, so. let's go to Bipolar Steve in the 978. Bipolar Steve. Uh, we don't know if she was killed, but what about Natalie Holloway? From Aruba. Uh, well, that was pretty, you know, she still could turn up. Yeah. Though. So yeah, uh, that, that even... was pre- pretty high. But uh, nine years from now, I don't think people will be making as big of a deal about it as they are with uh, with this Jean Benet. It's just, the, the, the thing with the Jean Benet, it's so odd. Yeah. And uh, the, the fact that they... Cute, too. What's that? She was cute, too. Thank you. See, you just disproved your point oh. that you wanted to say. No, Natalie Holloway or... Both. Both, okay. Chunks, you're disgusting. You sick son I of a bitch. I am saying. No, he just ian me. He just ian me. I'd like to see those two go at it. <laughs> you Are you kidding me? bastard. Age and pose is fine. No, it's not. Dude, it's still my, 15 or 16. What I do in my private time, as long as it's not traceable by the FBI, is uh, fine. Someone just posted Tub Girl in the uh, <laughs> chat room. You can't get away with profanity, but you can get away with dirty legs. It's <laughs> the best part. There's Actually, there's an actual picture on oh, there. God. Uh, let's go to Wayne in the 386. Wayne. Yeah, hey, how you going? Yeah. What's up, bro? Hey, uh, I got three for you. Okay. John Lennon, Victoria's B.I.G., and Tupac. All of them bigger 
than John Bonet. No, no. I would really. say all of them. Why? Weren't they like thugs? Especially that uh, John Lennon, man. <laughs> he wasn't a thug. You kidding me? He lived on the east side of London. That's where all the, the, the trash lives, man. Don't let all that crap fool you and the charity work. That's none of that. Besides, he got killed right before my birthday, stealing all my thunder even before I was born. What? Jason. What's up, Jason? Okay. Easy Backward. to beat chunks with this one. John right. F. Kennedy. JFK. Forget it. Everybody in America cried. No. No, I, I, I doubt everybody. everybody in America cried when Dude, JonBenet. When, when his son did the little salute thing? Come on, bro. No, 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 no. And here's the thing. Good for him. What? Good for JFK and his son. Because here's the thing. That bastard <laughs> not Joe Kennedy. You... That bastard Joe Kennedy made his money from bootlegging. And he tries to go against the Paisan. And his little rat kids try to, too. That's what you get. Uh, Boom. Boom! Sorry, but that's how it goes. You don't turn your back against the mafia. That Hoffa, too. Good for I, him. I don't think that that is even uh, remotely true. Why? That's true. It's never been proven. Are you kidding me? It's never been proven. They don't know who did it, and that's the mark of a clean murder. Only a mafia can get away with it. JFK Jr. Is, was, was today's Paris Hilton. That's, that's what he was. He's Paris Hilton. He didn't do anything. All he did was that little salute. And everyone's supposed to love him for the rest of his life. His of course, his, sailor suit. His dad, his trip? dad was killed in front of all, all of America. Well, well, that happens. That doesn't. It Did, doesn't happen to everyone. Jackie O didn't even try and console him. Or look, she just tried jumping off the back of the the car. No, she didn't. She tried to pick up his head. Oh, aside, well, corn the four oh seven broken like, plate. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing tonight? Hey. Hey, man, uh, another U.S. president, Abraham Lincoln, in uh, every single history book in any school you will ever attend. Honest, Abe, bigger. Mm. You have to admit that. Have you ever been to Ford's Theater? It's kind of crappy. No, it's not. Yeah, it's awful. They even have the shirt he was wearing with blood on it. Yeah, I know. Not impressed. I, I mean, it's a bad been... part of town. He shouldn't have been there. He should have known better. Shut Besides, up. if they had Shut better up. doctors, they would have been able to save him. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was... If it was this uh, nowadays, maybe they would have saved him, hey, but it wasn't. John Wilkes Booth. It's not his fault. Was a little nuts, and you know he had that whole civil a war little. thing. You know, so eh. Karen in the four hundred seven. Really impressed. Hello. What's up? Stupid beard. Go ahead. Hello? You're on, Karen. You're on, Karen. Yeah, um, I just wanted to mention the Yates murders. The lady that drowned her five children. That was pretty horrific. Mm, not really. <laughs> Progressive it, it, parenting is what I call it. <laughs> now you're just shock jock. No. Shock jock. <laughs> Those kids shock were kind of bad. Have you shock seen them? Jock. No, they weren't. How are they? Mm, they were bad, and I think one of them was a little mental. Give us uh, some matter in Asia. If they give give us one example of how they were bad. Oh, they always ran around. They didn't eat the green beans. It's in the Eat True no. Hollywood story. It no, is not. It's I'm not. not letting you sit around quoting Eat True Hollywood story because it's probably not even true. What? The only thing I've ever seen you watch at home is The Nanny and Sex in the City. No, I listened to Eat True Hollywood story. Why don't you go inside and watch it? Hmm. I don't know about that. She was a little nuts anyway. She had five of them. You know, big deal. They were all under. They weren't cute. You know, they didn't dance. They didn't do their little dance on stage the cowboy and shooting off the guns like John Bonet did. They weren't a sex offender's dream like, like John Bonet is for you. Yeah, I know. I, that, that's the creepiest thing about it. This is it, 
you have probably the same mentality as this guy uh, arrested over here. I'm saying, now, oh my god, oh my god, I just figured something out. Mm. You know how those little girl, that little girl keeps coming over trying to steal old cigarettes from mm. the uh, ashtray in yeah. front of our place because he smokes up there. I told him, I go, don't leave any cigarettes out there, even cigarette butts. I found a whole pack of them open yesterday. Are you trying to lure <laughs> them break. over? Let's get a break. You're trying to lure them over, aren't you? No, sometimes I get lonely at night, you know. And the the screen door, it, it's supposed to shut automatically, but mm-hmm. it's broken because I don't know. I think he broke it with the bike that he let someone steal. Yeah. And it's probably a kid, you sick son of a bitch. It's probably the crack whore. I always say, shut that thing so that girl won't come in here. He leaves it open every single day. He leaves day. a little Hansel and Gretel trail of cigarettes right no, into your bedroom. It's kind of like an exchange. They take old cigarette butts and then... Uh, no, don't got, stop. No, I'm just Stop saying, right now. Pinchy. Pinchy in the 440. Little Barbie sandals in the porch. Pinchy. Treehouse what? Treehouse. Hey, Pinky. <laughs> How about that uh, bucket of KFC that Matt Albert murdered the other night? Oh, oh, come on. You know what? <laughs> I'm not going to stick around for the rest of the <laughs> Nick you, in the 407. They, the watermelon they, can, they can see you laughing on the camera, Dust. Nick in the 407. Nick. Nick. Hey! Nick. Hello? Go ahead, Nick. Oh, thanks. Uh, I got a good one. Uh, it's not You're as welcome. like Biggie or Tupac, but if you remember in the 70s, the Playboy model, Dorothy Stratton, her uh, husband killed her and uh, then took his own life. She was like uh, a big centerfold in the 70s or something. She had it coming. No, she didn't. Yeah, you know. These people are murdered. They're dead. Yeah, but unjustly. here's the thing. In the 70s, that's the age of free sex. So there's probably she probably had a good chance of having an STD. He did no. the world a favor are you kidding? by killing this whore, allegedly. She wasn't a whore. Why? Are you kidding? She was in Playboy. Doesn't make you a whore. Doesn't I'm make ask- her a whore. What? I'm a- stop repeating everything. See you later. I'm <laughs> asking you to stop IMing me these sick things. If you're going to stop IMing Bateman's sick thing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you IM you? <laughs> I'd like to see John Monet's centerfold. Age progressed. No, there, no. Even if it was age progressed, it would still be creepy as hell. Did because you see your dimples? <laughs> what? Turn off his mic for a little bit. Let him cool down. And I think this one's going to uh, put it to bed that uh, this one definitely beats out Jean Benet. Mike in the 386. Hello? Go ahead, Mike. Hey, I was just going to uh, say Jesus Christ. That was pretty big time. Celebrophilia. Whoops. Jesus name. Christ would have to be the biggest one. Can you argue with that one? Mm, damn it. Jesus Christ was a big one. I can't really say anything blasphemous because, you know, that's kind of my bag, too. Mm-hmm. But, oh. I don't know. It's Egypt. Was it Egypt? <laughs> You're no. the biggest retard in the world. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Thank you for tuning in to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Uh, a little bit later on, we're going to have Mark St. Amant. He's going to talk a little fantasy football with us. He had uh, his book, Committed, Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. He is our fantasy football guy. He also has a new book coming out in October. It's uh, Just Kick It, Tales of an Underdog, Overage, Out-of-Place, Semi-Pro uh, Football Player. He works really closely with uh, ESPN. He's going to be on to talk to us about fantasy football because we are having our draft next week, as well as uh, we'll be getting people qualified later on for the uh, the big Madden tournament that we're going to be having going on this Friday. Play before you can buy it. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Everybody says they want a million bucks, but I'd rather have a million days. My account doesn't go that high. It doesn't mean you have to say goodbye to me. I can't promise you a million.
back in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 407 star one zero four one. if you have a singular wireless phone. Me, J-Dubs, hanging out with you, along with Tommy Bateman. Hi. Chunks. Hey. And C-Lane. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. <laughs> hey, Chunks, can you bring that crack whore in that you were dating or whatever <laughs> to, to answer the phone Honestly, it still really burns me since uh, I, I got bet. involved with her because it was your fault, but... Um, I didn't you set have, you uh, up with You should have protected yourself. It will burn. Penicillin will clear that right up for you, buddy. <laughs> I could have died, but that's, that's cool, man. Yeah. I mentioned this before. We're going to have Mark Sanamon on a little bit later to talk fantasy football with us because we do have our fantasy football draft coming up where we draft our teams. Uh, each person in the hideout gets a team, and then we uh, play the whole season long. People are able to keep up with it online, and the loser for the week has to do a stunt, and the overall loser uh, has to do all the stunts we did for all 17 weeks. Yeah. So, um, Did Mark have- Sanamanon will be, be on every week, actually, once the season starts, too, just giving us a little, uh, some hints about, uh, you know, fantasy football and all this kind of stuff, as well as we have the uh, big tournament of Madden coming up this weekend, uh, actually this Friday, uh, 16 people tur- person tournament, Madden 2007, will be uh, able to play 2007 in studio before it comes out. Yeah. So, uh, that's a, that's a kind of a preview there. It's a PS2 format. You must be 18. And uh, we'll be taking people for that. Uh, that's going to be hosted by Phil Frazier, uh, producer of Madden. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. I was talking with him uh, today. Mm-hmm. We may have something big, barring i got to talk with some other people here, barring technical issues. Mm-hmm. We may be able to, and it's cool on his end, feed the new game while the people are playing it. Through Real Radio TV. Oh, so people will be able to check it out while they're, uh, you know, they're on Real Radio TV. We'll be able to pipe it through there. Yeah. And uh, then they'll be able to watch some of the new graphics, new uh, features on the game. Yeah. If they are stuck at home online. Yes, yeah, so that's pretty big. And the winner uh, gets the copy when it uh, buy uh, win it before you can buy it. So. Yeah. So yes. that, that's going to be definitely very cool. And that, you know, uh, the college football game came out like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And everybody tells me, oh, you got to get the college game, college game. But I would never play it. After Madden comes out, so I never feel the need to pick it up, and I, I'm really not a big college fan anyway. Really, it's always sloppy. Oh, the college play? College play, period. I mean, the the video game play and the uh, the actual games. I find them sloppy. I don't find them uh, exciting. I I love Madden. Don't get me wrong, but I would venture to say, especially the past couple years, the college game has far surpassed it. The college game, like the, the, the EA college, game, like the EA, it's it's just, it has that feel to it, and in fact, what feel? It has like the home feel, like when you score, it's it you feel like you're part of something. You so know what I mean, I, I, I would even venture to say not only in the game, but if you look at it, the way the players are in real life, like they still want to fight for something, I'd say it's probably better than the NFL. It's 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 more entertaining by far. More entertained how? It's poor play. Did you watch the uh, the Texas and uh, USC game last year? Yeah. It was an abortion. But, and that was like the biggest game of the year. The two best teams. But they're still fighting for something, you know. They, I don't care. They, it, there's the rivalries. I would rather watch two professional boxers fight than two four-year-olds because the boxers are, you know, the best of the best. Mm, I don't, it's just, it's more, it's more fun. It's more, it's more specialized. You feel like you're part of something. A lot of people have been to college, you know, so they feel like by their school doing God. really well, they're doing really Please well. God. George Mason, Please. that's the best school in the world. It's I mean, not. I know it's basketball, but I mean, come on. You can't, you can't beat it. The rivalries Ew. alone. Are, are fantastic. I mean, if Mason had a football team, I'm sure the number one wild would be That's Virginia why, Tech. I don't want to hear one more word about Mason. 
But, I mean, look at it. Dude, even you have, or, or your chick has the Michigan State. Michigan State University. Now, I'll watch the football, but I, I don't appointment watch it. If it's on, I'll turn it on. But, but I'm not going to sit there worrying if I'm going to miss the uh, the Michigan State uh, Eastern Michigan University game. But, yeah, but It's terrible. That's because you are deep in it. You know a lot about football. But let's say someone like your chick, she's probably more inclined to watch the Michigan State game of as course. opposed to a Detroit game. It appeals to a, a way bigger range of people. You're saying there's a bigger crowd for uh, college football than there is? God, man, I would say so. You don't think so? They, they sell those stadiums. The national championship game is not as big as the Super Bowl. Well, you got me there, but there's more. There's more. God. What? It, there's more to it. There's more to get the there. The only better thing about college football is you can actually go see a game. You can actually uh, go with uh, 15 bucks and get a ticket. What about all the tradition, man? I mean, all of that tradition. stuff, like the halftime breaks. I and... hate tradition. Well, I hate the Cowboys because they have tradition. I hate uh, the 49ers. Well, what it you, ruins it. What do you have if you take that out of the game? That makes it more that makes it more fun. You just see all that stuff. I mean, all you get is a game. I you want to have when, meaning behind I it. I hate when there's meaning behind a useless game. Like, say, like uh, the, the years when uh, the, uh, the Cowboys and the Redskins were terrible. People still cared about that game because there was some kind of rivalry there. Yeah. Who cares? It's a terrible team. It should be uh, you should be pumped up for the two best teams, not the two teams who have history. It, it, no, I mean even, in college football you could take a crappy team and people are die hard for them. I mean UCF, how many? The, nobody's just because they're UCF blind. We're down here just because they're blind to uh, what actually is going on there. You know the actual talent that's on the field doesn't mean it's a better game. <laughs> I, I don't think so. They got song. It's more of a show. Who would want to see more of a show than just the the basics of it? You know, which is what you get in the NFL. Let's go to Jack in the three eighty six. Jack, you there? Yeah, man. What's up, bro? Hey, uh, J Dubs. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm from Heartland, Michigan, man. Oh, hey. Uh, you talking about college and pro football? Mm-hmm. Crap. University of Michigan, man, 106,000 people every I'll, single day. I'll tell you game. what, they, they, the big house packs it, but that doesn't make up for all the other ones that don't. I, I mean, I, I would go over to the Michigan State games and be half full sometimes, even if they're having a good season. It, just because it, it's a niche-type thing, you know, like the Red Wings there, they pack doesn't make the uh, NHL the biggest uh, professional league out there. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just saying that, you know, college games, some of them are really, really, really popular. They uh, they can be big, and they can be the worst things. You uh, you're you're doing a real crapshoot there by sitting down and watching a college game. That's all I'm saying. I don't I don't even know. even even when I watch it on TV, it's a Saturday, and it, it, you have the whole rest of the weekend to enjoy the game. Uh, you don't have to like every time I'd watch an uh, uh, NFL game, mm-hmm. it's still Sunday, and you know you got to go to work tomorrow. College game, I'll get hammered. I'll enjoy it. I'll get into it because I understand it. Just your ability to drink does not make it better football. Why? (laughs) It may make beer makes everything better. (laughs) Driving. (laughs) I mean, it makes makes... caveman in the four hundred seven. Man, J Dubs. What's up, bro? I'm telling you, man. I've been listening to your show ever since you came to Orlando, Mm -hmm. and and I love that one drop you got. And I I put a little twist on it. Should say right now, cut that bitch off. Next host. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't (laughs) like me uh, hosting the show? Man, what don't you like about it? No, no, your your whole your whole views on football, man, twisted, twisted, sick, twisted. So, uh, what what, uh, what what's your views on it? Cowboys, man. <laughs> Redskins. Uh, that, 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 Let's go. 
over. There you go. What about? What about that's what I'm talking about. Even if it's the worst game in the world, there's these people with this tradition uh, aspect to it, and I just want to see a good game. Did I will watch my Lions all the time, but I'm not going to say it's the best football. There, I'll admit when it's a bad game. Still though, it's you don't have you don't have the crybabies. You don't have the people fighting for more money. And, mm-hmm. and I've heard this. I've heard you say this before. Overtime. The overtime in college football is you know, a lot superior. The overtime in college football, that they do have it right there. Where, um, and I think Can the you NFL say a sh- lot superior. This is, this is a lot more superior. <laughs> yes, you can pick apart everything I say. The entire show, I don't speak well. I did go to George Mason University. Shamus, I, I wasn't on the basketball. Shamus in the four hundred seven. Hey, Seamus, hey, J.W.'s doing a great job, man. Thank you. While, while Hefe's away, Chunks will play. Man, you need to shut up, Chunks. He, what, is he hopped up on something? <laughs> I know, he's out of control tonight. He's saying stuff, uh, inappropriate stuff about Jean Benet. Now he's going he's, to... He's crazy. I've been listening to you guys for a year and a half now. He's never talked this much. I know. It's uh, he, he gets a little uh, antsy when there's an open mic in front of him. I've had a... My H57 hoodie today, I got a lot more energy. And that's the truth. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. J-Dub's hanging out. El Jefe list tonight. He's uh, sick at home. He'll be back tomorrow probably. Until then, uh, hanging out with uh, Tommy Bateman, Chunks, and C-Lane hanging out back there, uh, taking your phone calls. Right now we're talking college football compared to NFL. Far superior college football is. Beat it. Trey, 321, what do you got? You there, Trey? Yeah, hey. Dubs. Yep. You're doing a fine job. The other car don't know what he's talking about. Thank you. Uh, the hate factor, man. Like with the Cowboys are playing the Redskins, it don't matter about the record. Teams hate each other, so they're really gonna go. You, at you it. know That's that it, it does make a difference in that sense. Like, uh, and I, you know, I the only one that I'm really ever excited to watch because the the extreme hate between the owners is uh, really the uh, the. Uh, the Raiders and the Chiefs. Uh-huh. That one, it, you know that the owners hate each other and everything, and they, they aren't doing it just to hype it up. They legitimately hate each other. But in the same fact, I, I'm not going to watch the game all the way through if it's terrible players not not playing well. And a lot of people will sit right through it just because they want to see who wins this time. But the hatred, though, in the college games for the rivalries are even better because they get drunk. They're all beating the crap out of each other. No, you they got, aren't. you got the riots after the games. You can't oh, beat I, those. The there college are, games? There are some nice college riots that I've actually uh, witnessed. It, in Ohio State, I think, they put up um, barriers on the sidewalks because the people get so drunk and belligerent that they'll get run over well, by cars. Over at Michigan State, when uh, they got to uh, when they were knocked out of the uh, Final Four, um, there was a huge riot there. And uh, so we drove down there just to go riot with them. See? <laughs> and, uh, and when we drove down there, there were a bunch of drunk college kids standing in the middle of the main road going into East Lansing with uh, stop signs, just telling people to turn around. You don't want to come in here. And uh, it was like there was just couches burning, people flipping over, cop cars. It, it, it's kind of ridiculous when you think about it. Yeah, that's fun, though. Man. You get to score some booze, some drugs. And then you uh, get kicked out of school and go to jail. Um, Lewis. What's up, Lewis? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, I have to totally agree with you uh, with the college football thing. I'm a huge Canes fan, but sometimes it's disappointing when the Canes are playing like a 
you know, a technical school, man. Like well, and they, they, and, like and a lot of times that's what they start the, the season off with, which I don't even understand because they don't want to be knocked out of, I guess, bowl contention yeah. right away. So they'll usually get a couple, like, fluff teams up front, and then they'll get into some good games. But, uh, you know, I'm watching college games sometimes, and uh, they'll be talking about, like, some wide receiver that's great, and you'll see him drop almost every pass in the game. What's the... Go ahead. I just wanted to say one more thing was uh, if you look back a few years ago, Oklahoma was playing uh, Kansas State in the, for the conference title. Mm-hmm. And if, I don't know if you remember, but Kansas State beat them in a the conference title. And I'm like, how does Oklahoma go? Uh, how do they go to the Sugar Bowl if they can't even win their conference? Yeah, you know it, I mean? it just in uh, it, it, the bowl system is just completely the reason why it ruins college football. There, there should be a uh, bracket. Uh, style tournament going it's on there. Just like college basketball, definitely. Yeah, I mean that, that's and that's really the only reason why college basketball is great is March Madness. Exactly, that's the only thing you look forward to mm-hmm. as far as college basketball. That's the best part of college basketball. They need to have something like that in football because this like this last uh, Sugar Bowl, that that one sucked. Like no defense. What's the defense? How can a guy, a quarterback, win? Going your end zone, score like what three touchdowns in the fourth quarter yeah. or something like that? Yeah, that's the, it's garbage. Yeah, the cornerbacks in the college game are, and that's the, what they say the biggest difference between uh, college ball and uh, uh, pro ball is is the cornerbacks can't cover anybody, so you're just seeing that air it out all the time. No defense. Yeah, that is true. And the bowl games, I will give you that. There, there are way too many of those. They, they do need to to revamp that and fix it up, so it's not as Boring. Since we're talking about colleges right now, uh, the University of Maryland was uh, voted America's top stoner school. What? Maryland? Were you? Were any of you guys like uh, around Maryland at all? Like uh, yeah. the University of Maryland? No, Tommy? I didn't want to get in any STD, so I stayed away what, from. Was Maryland. that a huge uh, STD school? I just know mm. that what, there was Maryland. What, what was that one school out there that was like really slug- Radford? Radford. Oh, yeah. That was in Virginia, <laughs> South Virginia. Yeah, and it, that's why people say, "Oh, I'm from Northern Virginia," because people don't want to. They, they don't, don't want to be uh, associated with any other part of Virginia. Cause no, Virginia is a whole basically other than Northern Virginia, <laughs> yeah. area, which is very nice. It's very nice. There's woods, but there's still like upscale things, and mm. things are close by. South Virginia, like where Radford is, it's, there's nothing really to do there except fix cars, tip cows, and get STDs. I hear it's a guaranteed life you go to Radford, though. Yeah, that's it is true. But you got to take the bad that comes with it. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, that's what a lot of people, you know, go to school on, though, not on the education, though. They're looking at if they can get laid, if it's a, a good place to get some pot, like uh, I guess uh, the University of Maryland is with the uh, top stoner school. I hated that school. I had to go there. And it's, of course, uh, according to High Times Magazine. I actually had to take a, a couple classes over there when I was at Mason because Mason didn't have the appropriate facilities. So like, of course they didn't. It's George Mason University. Hey, come on, they're good, but I mean Maryland, it is. It's a crap hole. It's just, it's awful people. I mean, look, look at Matt. You know what I mean? He comes from Maryland. That's... But he didn't go to that school. I mean, you can, I guess, say, uh, who was it? Uh, uh, Tolu or whatever his <laughs> yeah, name yeah, is. He goes yeah. there. They, it's it's a it's a big rivalry too. I mean, it's just it's, we hate each other. Northern Virginia and Tommy can attest to this. Northern Virginia and Maryland hate each other. Oh, of course. There's like one part that kind of overlaps that it's kind of okay with, but then there's like this other part of Maryland that doesn't use turn signals and it's oh. just awful. Yeah, when we Horrible were there, place. when we were there, Maryland drivers were way worse than uh, anywhere else. I guess, I guess DC would be definitely the worst, like downtown, but uh, Maryland was definitely one of the worst places to drive. I just took the metro everywhere. Now, uh, did you go to college, Tommy? Yeah, I did. 
and I chunks went. In Northern Virginia, but not in Fairfax, because that's kind of getting out there where George Mason is. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what was your criteria in going to school? I mean, did you live on campus, or were you living at home? Honestly, for me, I lived at home because I knew at that point I wasn't uh, able to handle a roommate. Mm. And uh, I, it was basically how close can I live? So that was your criteria. It wasn't really on how big or good the school was. It, <laughs> it was, was how two, close it was. It was two and a half miles exactly from my driveway. Yeah, that was mine too. Uh, it had to be close to uh, where I lived because I couldn't really afford to to stay there, and it had to have hot babes. So there was a lot of hot babes. Then why did you go to George Mason University? Are you I never me? saw a hot oh, piece of ass at George Mason. God, you're insane. I was just about to say, I'll take you there right now, but we're in Orlando, so that wouldn't it's, make sense. I used to drive by that university every day, nothing but dogs. What? Running around you're there. You're kidding me. What time of day did you go? It shouldn't matter what time of day. I also liked the setup of the place because uh, it was nice in the fall. And they had a lot of good, uh, like the art center and stuff. There was a lot to do, and I wanted free uh, admission to the Patriot Center, which is like where oh, the bands would go. Oh, I forgot about that bitch. Uh, oh, and, and she, honestly, yeah. she wasn't that hot. She looked like a refugee from Zoobly Zoo. Yeah. <laughs> Brett in the 321. <laughs> Brett. Yeah. What's up, bro? How's it going? How you doing? Um, yo, I just heard that you said the University of Maryland is the number one stoner school. Yep. Vote uh, on by High Times. <laughs> high Times, really? Yep. And it's just past issue or what? Yeah, I, it just came out today, so. Oh, really? I was going to say, because from my understanding, I was always I always uh, was told that it was UC uh, Boulder, then uh, University of Wisconsin-Madison, then University of Florida, number three. Uh, but, well, uh, I guess this year it changed it up a little bit. Let me let me uh, check this list and see how it was uh, determined. Um, let's see. uh uh, marijuana arrest in the city and uh, the the city's uh, lowest law enforcement priority. Oh, it's in so. the, it's in the city. I mean, come on, Maryland. There's going to be marijuana arrests every day. That's where the drugs are. It doesn't. Well, I'm, I'm I'm guessing because there are at big universities. You wouldn't know this because you went to George Mason. There is actually campus police that do these arrests. So it's probably by the the arrests they make uh, on campus. I think they also factored in the fact that they just voted at the University of Maryland to uh, change. To like lower the penalty for pot arrest to the same as underage drinking. Ah, yeah, that's probably on there too. I'll have you know that George Mason is a top 100 law school. It is the most diverse school in the country, which I'm actually not happy about. How was their uh, radio station? Any good? The Deuce Deuce. Yeah. It wasn't even broadcasting. It was uh, going over on on cable TV. <laughs> no, 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 they got they got they got rid of that. Oh we, yeah, it was only on the internet after a while. Yeah, it was just like talking into a box. <laughs> pretty, pretty bad. You did that with the uh, crack whore, right? <laughs> just talk right to it. Uh, the University of California at Santa Barbara was on the list. Yeah. Um, University of Missouri, Columbia, also on the list. I know. Uh, Maryland, too, has pretty good frats. So, I mean, they actually have frats, whereas Mason didn't really. And I do think that's kind of a big draw. For a lot of people, it is. I don't know why. I, I would never really... I I went to frat parties. I would uh, just crash them because I knew some of the people at them. And they were never that great. I'd never want to be a part of that. Isn't it supposed to be like a networking thing? Like you're yeah, going mean, to well, people it, that... It basically, is paying for friends. You go there, you, uh, you pay your money to be in the frat and everything, and then you have a set list of friends where you have all these parties and everything, which if you're, if you're, it's your first time away from home, it's kind of good to have that whole little uh, support network right there for you already. It still seems a little gay. You know, that's that's your goal is just to kind of hang out with other dudes in a house that you don't really know. Get laid too. Yeah, yeah. So hideout real radio one hundred four point one. Oh, have they? 
Habs and Losers go around. Welcome back to the Hideout. Real Radio 104.1, 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Reminding you that coming up here in just a few minutes, we will be doing the first qualifier for uh, of the night for the Madden 2000 tournament going on this Friday. If you want to win it, you have to be able to make it up here this Friday night. Uh, we'll be doing a 16-person tournament, and the winner gets a win it before you can buy it. Copy of Madden 2007, and everybody... In it gets to play Madden 2007 before it even comes out, so it's going to be a big, big thing going on here Friday night. Uh, we'll be getting you qualified for that in just a few minutes. So stick around for that, uh, and all night long. So if you yep. don't get in this time, keep it uh, going, and uh, we'll uh, we'll try to get you in later on. Anonymous here in the hideout. How you doing, guys? What's up, bro? Uh, message to uh, Chunks. Yes. Uh, Chunks? Yes, sir. First of all, uh, George Mason University had its 15 seconds of fame. Yeah. You never hear from them again. Well, come on. It's so true. Tired of hearing. Listen, you sound like a whiny, nasally <laughs> butt wing, man. What's a <laughs> what? Agreed. You are a bu- uh, you are a butt wing, man. A butt a butt wing? Is mm-hmm. yeah, butt wind. Uh... Butt wind. Okay. I'm sorry. Slap a muzzle on him. All right, you want a muzzle on chunks? Uh... I'll stop talking. <laughs> George Mason's a great school. It's got two Nobel Prize winners. Shut up. No one cares about George Mason, and I don't think it's a top-tier law school. It's not top-tier, but uh, it's 39. <laughs> you, you just said top-tier. You no, said it doesn't get any better than that. It's 39. 38 of them are better. Ah, uh, but that, you know, okay, that's Harvard. You know, you're not going to get it. All right, you're right. Mason was cheap. That's why I liked it. It was cheap, and I thought I could pass without having to do any work. And how long did it take you? Uh, six and a half years. <laughs> to get a communications degree. Oh, uh, well, you know, it's, uh... Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it does take a little while sometimes. Hey, I communicate, uh, well. I took my dog, uh, their butt kiss and, uh, my... <laughs> and my, uh, it's my... Just chickens around to get this degree. <laughs> and they let me take my little turtles cuff and link in there. It was great. <laughs> I got a degree. I don't want to pick on everything I say now. I still don't buy that you got a degree. You haven't uh, showed it to us yet. I haven't actually seen it yet. Um, I'm not sure if they mailed bought- it out or not. Or I don't have it, but I haven't seen it myself. He just bought the, the uh, antiperspirant degree. He's like, look, I got one from George Mason. He bought it at the gift you got store. It, no, you got it during Welcome Week in that little bag. <laughs> they didn't have deodorant or any of that stuff. No, in the I'm gift sure. Store. No CDs, no music. Let's go to TA in the 727. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? What's up, bro? Hey, man, first time I heard the show was tonight. I'm out of Tampa, so you don't, you don't get to hear a lot of the real radio down there mm-hmm. in certain spots. So I'm, I'm flying, I'm driving to Palm, Bay, or Palm Beach tonight, got station in, I'm listening to it, and I started in with the whole John Bonet thing. <laughs> and Sorry. I think how horrific, how graphic, and then we get into the schools, how sexist, <laughs> and how juvenile the show is. And I'm like, dude, I've got to have more of it. I love <laughs> well, it. Thank you. I appreciate that, bro. Keep on listening. Think- Listen as much as you can. I will. J-Dub, one question for you, though. Sure. College football. Yeah. 90% of them guys out there know that they're never going to play a single game of professional football. True. They know that. They go out there risking life, risking injury, risking careers just to play the game because they love the game, just just so they can beat that one team that one time. How can you not love that spirit? How can you not love that tenacity? Let me tell you what I, what I really hate about college football and what might turn it around for me is if they treat their athletes a little bit better. 
They uh, this uh, one uh, quarterback uh, this past week he gets kicked out of his school for taking a job and he got like twelve thousand yeah. uh, dollars on the books from the from the job where he's only working there one day a week and they kick him out of school over twelve thousand dollars when they're bringing in millions and this kid was going to be uh, right. like their their like their big shining hope for the season and they kick him out over it they it really they have to uh, kind of loosen their hold on these uh, these ball players where they can't get uh, a free pair of shoes if they accept a free slice a pizza from a place they can get kicked out of school it's really ridiculous when they're giving all this time in to the football team and uh and when the community and tries the to give them a little bit it. back yeah i mean they're giving all this time they're and uh colleges are banking on that money and uh when they when they you know get a little bit back from either boosters or the community they uh, get in big trouble so i worked I, on that like maurice Claret, what did he do for ohio state the other one championship. He brought the he helped bring the nation's attention to Ohio State. Okay, and then as soon as he wanted, as soon as he made a mistake, he wanted to go out of the they just they cut him loose. And, uh, and now, the, that, now that like a fish out of water right now. And here's the the worst part about that whole story was uh, they they uh, he won his case and he got to go into the draft and then uh, so a couple other people went like Mike Williams mm-hmm. and uh, once they reversed that decision, they couldn't go back to college even though that uh, when they when they did declare. Um, it was completely by the rules. They got their thing through in court, and then when it went reverse, they had to sit out of ball for a year. Yeah, but same time, I, I buy Playboy magazines because I like to look at the pictures. I know I'm never going to sleep with them girls. <laughs> the same you know they're never going to be safe. Going to the sport. I mean, there is a there is a love for the game there, but it still doesn't mean that it, it, it's top notch play at all times. And thank you for the call. You know, there's room for all these misfit players. George Mason University intramural team. Well, that's why that's why the XFL didn't uh, do well. Oh yeah, because they tried to get some kind of middle area there, and it was terrible. Yeah, who even won that? Was it L.A.? No, it was uh, the 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 New York Tri-State team. Like it was New York, New Jersey, something. It was the team of uh, of Tommy Maddox. Oh yeah, who? Tommy Maddox. I don't Tommy do Bateman. that voice. Tommy Gun. <laughs> Tommy the Machine Gun. Oh. uh... And speaking of, uh, have you uh, seen the previews for the new Rocky yet? I haven't. Uh, There's a new Rocky coming out, and uh, I've seen a couple of the previews for it, and I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm a huge Rocky fan. He needs the money or something? Of course he does. (sighs) (laughs) Great. I mean, Rocky's one of those things where it doesn't matter how bad the sequel is, I'm going to watch it every single time. But that makes no sense, because in the last sequel, the... 18th sequel, he had brain damage. Whatever. And he couldn't get in the ring, but he still fought on the streets. He fought Tommy the Machine Gun on the streets and uh, beat him. Didn't he choke him out or something in the store? Did he knock no, him he out? knocked him out. Yeah. And before him that, out. you know, he, uh, he beat the Russian. I want to see Rocky do uh, mixed martial arts and see him just get taken down and his face pounded in. Well, he's a 60 year old man. You- so? I can't, Bring it. I can't get behind that uh, Sylvester Stallone, man. I mean, I don't even think he's that good of an actor. He's activist. not gay, that's why. <laughs> you would love to, but he, uh, <laughs> he just won't allow it. <laughs> hey, get away from me there. You guys make everything t- turn gay with me. Hey, I'm Chunks, I want to be the demolition man for you. <laughs> I don't even... I have something for you to demolish. <laughs> what the... Jeez. <laughs> and now, one uh, sequel that I'm not looking forward to... Uh, the Rocky one, definitely, I am. But uh, there's going to be a third Ace Ventura. What? Ooh. I didn't even see the second one. I refused to. The second one sucked. Yeah, that one was where he actually went to the jungle and everything, and uh, 
Yeah, it was uh, absolutely terrible. And this one isn't going to have Jim Carrey in it. It's what? going to be based on Jim Carrey's uh, character's son. So this is just like The Mask. Yeah, Son, son of, of the Mask, mask or, yeah. or even even uh, that Dumb and Dumber or whatever it was uh, when yeah. they went to, with uh, a couple with younger actors. Lloyd yeah. or something. Yeah. Home Alone 3, too. It didn't have Macaulay Culkin in it. That one came hey, uh, way uh, off. Hold on. Adults are st- talking right now. So uh, <laughs> why don't you just sit back there and wait until we talk about uh, Tinker Toys or something like well, that. He only said that because the, the little boy looks like JonBenet Ramsey with yeah. a short haircut. Home Alone 3 did have Scarlett Johansson, though. Did it? Yes. I'm pretty sure. She was, I didn't know that. She was the older that. sister. So that's not gay, and I'm not gay. All right, fine. I'll just <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I can't imagine, even if it was on cable or TNT or wherever you're, they're going to end up throwing this thing. I uh, tried watching, watching Son, of the Ma- Son of the Mask on HBO. And that was uh, actually picked as one of the worst movies last year. I couldn't get ten minutes into it. It sucked. And I don't know why they keep on doing these uh, these uh, sequels over and over and over again. I think there's just the initial... The, I think if they don't have the big stars in it, but it has the name, there's going to be at least that first weekend where they're going to make the money because they don't have to pay the people much money to well, star in it. And that's the whole thing is uh, Hollywood is putting so much money into these movies, they want a guaranteed payback on it and uh, i guess the only way of doing it is to take a name that's already been big for them like chuck norris hmm. they should put chuck norris in movies again i think that would make every sequel better uh, just like think of any sequel we've just mentioned and imagine chuck norris starring in it how much better it would be <laughs> son of the mask with chuck norris the new superman with chuck norris <laughs> home alone 3 with chuck norris <laughs> you're gonna get a round kick to the face <laughs> you wet bandit <laughs> burglars beware <laughs> John in the 386. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? What's going on? Hey, you can't tell me you didn't like Ace Ventura when Nature Calls. I hated it. I went to the theaters and saw it. I had such high hopes for it because I loved the first one. The first one was so stupid funny yeah. that I loved it. And then the other one was just, uh, you know, the, the whole same jokes rehashed over and over again. Uh, him like a glove and, uh, you know, making his butt talk. It really <laughs> oh, wasn't. Oh, come on, man. That, that little white dude popping out of that rhino's ass like that? <laughs> that's true. I don't know if we can say that, though. <laughs> that's, that's so silly. I mean, that's a silly part of the movie. We can't even say it on the air. Yeah. If we were on TV, we could. Do they, what kind of research, do the, the movie companies do research to find what would do well? Because you... No, they they just look at what's done well in the past for them. Uh, Ace Ventura 2 did great for them. Ace Ventura 1 did great for them. And they're figuring, hey, uh, it's been long enough. We'll pop a three out. You think the new Superman was too much? It should have just ended? I think if it was actually a good movie, it would have done a lot better. I think people actually wanted that to be good. Yeah. And that was what was disappointing about that one. Did anybody see Cruel Intentions 2? No. I think there's no. four of them now. The First one didn't even do that well, but they. they I have watched the whole uh, the whole shower scene, the whole skull series, though. Yeah, and that was terrible. (laughs) But Pacey's in it. Oh yeah, you can't really beat that. Evan in the eight six zero. Yeah, hey, do you guys hear they're coming out with American Pie five? They just had that four out. Yeah, uh, Bandcamp. With, with all, yeah, with uh, the back to Bandcamp with uh, Eugene Levy. Levy. Yeah, Eugene Levy was the only one they brought back. Jim's dad. And now they're doing five. The Naked Mile, it's called. Uh, is that was that a enough. joke? Enough? No, I don't think so. Oh, God. Enough of the damn sequels. You think they learned their their uh, their lesson with Caddyshack Two? Oh God, yeah. Which will still play Caddyshack Two on uh, Comedy Central, even though it's on everybody's worst list. Do you think um, Back to the Future Three? 
I like the second one, so I'm not going to knock that. Three is when they went back to the Old West, right? Yep, that's when they went back to the uh, Old West. and It was the same stuff as the second one with like the manure and the same taglines that Biff used throughout the uh, first two. Well, it, I'll tell you, you make like a tree and get out of here? <laughs> it's make like a tree and, and leave, leave. butthead! <laughs> Sorry. Guys are douchebags. You really <laughs> are. Biff was great. Never been so embarrassed to sit in a room. You're my girl! We're not even sitting in the same room. We're gonna marry one day! I feel like it. I feel the embarrassment for you. There's gonna be a crazy kid! Now, I know you enjoyed uh, Batman Returns. Yeah, that was actually very, very good. Or Batman Begins, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Batman Begins. But did you ever, I, and I watched this probably like three or four weeks ago, uh, it was on HBO, Batman and Robin oh, with yeah, was, uh, Mr. Freeze. Yeah, I saw that in the movie theater. You actually went to the theaters and saw that? Yeah, it was. I was in high school, I had a girlfriend at the time, So, we're, and, and my other friend and I went, we were like, well, what are we going to do tonight? Well, we'll go see Batman with George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell oh. and Arnold Schwarzenegger and... Uh, Don't be racist. <laughs> that's coming. And um, it was awful. That's the one where they... It was just terrible. And we were just... And at the end, he uh, he uh, comes around and uh, is a good guy at the end. I don't even remember that far. I just remember... I watched it. Aren't they all good guys at the end? What's that? Aren't they all good guys at the end? And no, I don't, I don't think I don't think the uh, chick uh, Uma Thurman was it, it. Was she in that or? Yeah, yeah. yeah her and Drew Barrymore. Yeah, like I don't Poison think... Ivy and something. Bad girl. It wasn't Drew Barrymore. It was Alicia Silverstone. Mm. I, I like this conversation. Worst, uh, the worst uh, sequels ever. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. It's a hideout. Real Radio one zero four point one. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. El Jefe is out today. A little sick. So J-Dub's hanging out with you along with Tommy Bateman. Chunks. Hey. You don't have to say hey after I say your name. And C-Lane. Yeah, it just sounds stupid when you say hey after. <laughs> Try it again, Dub. See how it's supposed to sound. Sitting here with uh, Tommy Bateman. Hey, guys. See, that's good. Uh, Chunks. Yo. No. 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 And ceiling. Howdy. Fifty percent. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. That's how you get a hold of us. Uh, and uh, we just did our quarter past the hour qualifier with the uh, with the Madden tournament. We uh, do have a sixteen person tournament coming up this Friday uh, for the new Madden two thousand seven. You're going to be able to play it, uh, the new version, before you know anybody else really. And then uh, you'll be able to win it before you can buy it if you win the tournament. So uh, we'll be doing more of those qualifications all night long. Uh, right now, though, we're talking about, uh, I guess, Ace Ventura 3 mm. is on the way. And uh, just kind of thinking back to some of those worst sequels of all time. I think we uh, we talked uh, Rocky a little bit, which I, I actually enjoy all the Rocky movies. Uh You brought up uh, the, uh, what is it, Back to the Future 3? Yeah, Back to the Future 3, the old West uh, that was terrible, and uh, yeah, there, there, there's a lot of those out there who uh, they had a great following, and they're really good. Caddyshack too, you know, and usually the first sequel can make it happen and be funny, but uh, a lot of times they just take it way too far. Anti Matt in the 407. Yo, what up? What up? Yo, you remember? Well, before I mention it, I used to always get a kick out of uh, Matthew Splinter would always uh, describe how he began the. For 15 years, 
We have lived in the shadows. Yes. You remember that? Yes. But Ninja Turtle 3 sucked ass. Yeah. Was that the one where they actually went over to uh, Japan? Like, ancient Japan, and they were riding the horses. Yeah, it's like Turtles in Time or something like that. Yeah. Some kind of, oh, it was terrible. Horrible. Yeah. I, I think with those, it's that whole turning it cartoony thing. And again, mm. with Batman and Robin, when they realize it does well with the rated R crowd or mm. the PG-13, and they got to take it down a notch. Well, yeah, they get that, they get their core going, just like uh, Alien and uh, Predator. It was a very hardcore kind of uh, thriller-type movie. And then they bring out Alien vs. Predator and take it PG-13, which completely killed it. Yeah. It's just, I guess they're trying to pull in more money, but... I of course mean, they are. I mean, and that's why they put it. But you're still not going to bring a kid to see that, so, I mean, it's, it's pointless. It's just alienating all the people who enjoy it. And a lot of times when you lose that uh, that uh, big star that you originally had, it uh, it really will kill the, uh, the the whole franchise, just kind of like uh, uh, Teen Wolf 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who was in that, even? Uh, Jason Bateman. Oh, really? Yeah. Christ, I didn't... I didn't pay attention to that one at all. Yeah, that one was terrible. I think he was on the wrestling team that time. <laughs> And in college. Uh, it was his cousin, I think. I watched a little bit of it not too long ago. God. Let's go to uh, Austin in 772. Austin. Uh, hey, man. Go. Uh, what's up? Oh, I was going to say uh, Final Destination, man. The first one sucked, and uh, I don't know how they made two more. Yeah, I, I've never been a Final Destination fan. I watched the first one, and I wasn't impressed, so I never went back to the uh, well for that I one. I thought the first half of the first one was all right, and then it just got to be stupid and annoying. Someone where the guy could see into the future and, and like, get out of the way he, of plane yeah, crashes he or was, something? No, no, he, he was, was like, kind of chased by death, right? Yeah, it was the whole thing of he ended up cheating death because he had a mm. premonition of it as he was like asleep on the plane before it took off, and then he started causing a scene, and they threw him off, and he's like, the plane's going to blow up, the plane's going to blow up, so a couple other people got off the, the plane with him, and then as they're talking to uh, like security, boom, the plane blows up in the background, and oh, then wow. death comes back to right the wrong. <laughs> So all of them were supposed to die there, and he gets chased by death. Yeah, and then it continues in a pattern until the very end. It's stupid. John in the 360. Yeah, hey, how's it going? Not uh, bad. In regards to what you were saying before, you said Cruel Intentions, Skulls 2, how awful they were. Mm -hmm. Wild Things 2, just as bad. I never watched Wild Things 2. I liked the first one. Actually, the first one was pretty good. Yeah, the Sorry. first one was great. The second one, it kind of took, like, the same principle and just mm. turned it over in a really cheesy version. I can and see that. It was just really bad. I don't recommend it. Thanks a lot, John. I, I know I know. Yeah, this did come from George Mason University class, but when we were studying films, I think there's something like there's ten basic uh, frames that a major film that gets plugged today mm -hmm. will follow. And I think that's why there's no different variations of films, why they keep repeating it. Because if somebody goes outside of that frame, unless they have like a lot of buzz behind it, it's never going to go in the production. I'll tell you one uh, franchise that's going to be killed now. That's the Aquaman franchise. Without Benny Chase there, <laughs> there's no way it's going to uh, succeed. We don't have cable. Ah. HBO, anyway. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that last night. Bipolar Steve in the 978. Hey, what's up, fellas? What's, what's up, Friday 13th? Friday 13th? I will actually sit down and watch any Friday 13th whenever it comes on, except for 3, the one they try to do in 3D. 
Oh, God. That one, I, they they try to pay so much attention to the 3D. The only good thing about 3 is that's when he got the hockey mask. Before that, he had no mask. Oh, really? Yeah, he was still running with the uh, with the uh, uh, sack on his head. Friday the 13th, I'm with you at, but the Leprechaun. Those, like when he was in space. Leprechaun in space, Leprechaun in the hood. And actually, Jason X, the Friday the 13th in space. Terrible, too. There's only one good part of that movie, and that's where he uh, picks up a girl in a sleeping bag and beats another girl with it. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that actually made me laugh pretty hard. Of and course. The, and the 3D one, is there more or less nudity? Uh... There, I don't think there's any in that one. Oh, really? I didn't. I just wondered if they would try to like do something funny with like the 3D and like, oh, no. boobs are right in my ba- face. Basically, what it was is like uh, someone be walking around like with the weapon, waiting for uh, you know Jason to pop out, and like they'd move around with the weapon, and that thing would come out at you. And it was just you know it, they they paid so much attention to that and no storyline at all. Nudity. Which you don't need a big storyline for Friday the 13th. It's set up for you. Nudity and horror scenes, though, are fantastic. I told you guys about the Jack Frost one. It was, uh, I think Shannon Elizabeth was in it. It was a big snowman. Yeah, and he used a carrot <laughs> for uh, another part. <laughs> yeah. What part? <laughs> I'm not going to say. Shannon Elizabeth was a great actress. Show me, that, show me on the way. webcam. <laughs> Josh in the 407. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted another movie that I found out that really stank was Major League Two. Yeah, After the, they took out all the stars. Yeah, and that's another yeah. one that they they tried to pop down to uh, PG thirteen, and that'll kill a movie. That's what, there's a reason why you like that movie before is because they you know really I, I, went all for it. So right, I love the first one. The second one I couldn't stand. Yeah, second one was great, man, with the Japanese guy. You have no marbles. You have no marbles. Come on, you can't beat that. I thought that was Mr. Baseball. <laughs> Let's go to PG-13 uh, Predator in the 321. Yeah. What's up, Actually, bro? Uh, if you look at things like back in the day, that uh, like Predator when it was done like 20 years ago or whatever, that was an R rating. But if you look at the new MPAA readings, uh, that it is PG-13 now because it's changed. And Major League has probably did the same thing uh, down to PG-13 because X-rated movies that were like in 1970 are now considered PG-13 movies. So, so like uh, a lot of those movies back then that were rated R would be PG-13 today? Correct. And some that were rated R actually in the 70s would be considered PG today, so they've changed quite a bit. Oh, I, I can't imagine it'd be that big yeah. of a change. That's uh, R to PG is a huge difference. If anything, I think it'd be in reverse, where yeah. you get even, I mean, like, worse of a rating, I guess, if they had an R, I guess, unrated. Let's go to Kingfish in the 352. Hey, guys, I got two movies for you to talk about real quick. They're both from the 80s, so All right. if you remember. First of all, Highlander was one of the best early movies in the 80s with science fiction, you know, 83. Mm-hmm. You know, great effects, great storyline, Sean Connery, the whole thing. Highlander 2 should have never been made. No, they, they, that's another one where they were a victim of their own success with Highlander 1, and they had to push another one out there. It really wasn't one. good. <laughs> and then the, the worst one ever that always stuck in my mind is, why did they ever make that movie? And it's just because it was Polanski was... How do you do a sequel to Chinatown? But they tried in the 80s for Jack Nicholson and two Jakes. I, I don't understand the whole mentality when you push for the release of a sequel. I mean, if it if it's something that they have had in mind, like the Kill Bill series where he wanted to, that whole storyline to be made, you know, that's that's fine. I, I don't know. I thought the first Scream was really good. Mm-hmm. And then I was hopeful for the second and third because I heard the writer planned it all out in advance. 
I thought Scream 2 and Scream 3 were just, it was the suck is what it was. It was I don't awful. think he planned those out. He said he did. He's like, I have all three already planned out. It'll make sense in the end. And I wanted to kill myself when I was watching part three. I never watched part three because part two is just so bad. And part one was good, though. Well, I was hoping it would wrap up, but I want to know who the stupid killer was. And it was the dumbest thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Same thing with Scary Movie. They gradually got worse, and uh, they had the PG-13 rating, so they just... Weren't that funny? Did they went to PG thirteen on the scary movies? Yeah, the first scary movie was rated R. Yeah, I, I never watched any of them after the first one. And it, it's just one of those things like uh, Airplane. The fact you know, that they where... got to four was ridiculous. And that one's uh, coming out, I think, next week on DVD or something like that. Oh, uh, another horror movie that was great that I really liked at first, and then it just tanked afterwards was uh, the Blair Witch one. And you oh, knew, yeah. you knew that there was something really cool and small about the first one, and they were going to completely ruin it with the rest of them. So Hideout Real Radio 104.1. You are back in the Hideout Real Radio. 104.1. El Jefe homesick today. So it's me, J-Dubs, hanging out with uh, Tommy Bateman. Hi, everybody. Chunks Corolla. And Ceiling. So <laughs> you can be a part of it. We're talking uh, sequels right now because uh, I guess they're pushing out the release of Ace Ventura 3. Can't wait. Without even uh, Jim Carrey. It'll be focused on the uh, son of... Of Jim Carrey's character, which I didn't even know he uh, had a son in the movies. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I... he did. Oh no, no, no! He banged the native in the second one, and she yeah. lost her virginity, and she probably got pregnant. You know how those natives are. Are you kidding me? What? No, you actually pulled that fact out. Yeah, I like it. there was partial nudity. Evan in the eight six zero. How's it going? What's up, bro? Yeah, uh, you guys see all the five Planet of the Apes movies plus the TV show was pretty bad too. Uh, yeah, the uh, I, I enjoy the first Planet of the Apes. What was the, the second one was where there was like this uh, huge atomic bomb uh, that they that everybody worshipped this atomic bomb <laughs> that lived underground, and uh, at the end it gets ends up getting uh, lifted off and blows up everywhere. And I don't know why they made anyone after that because uh, the the world is supposed to be gone after that. Sure. Yeah, and that, there was the Escape from the Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. Return to the Planet of the Apes, and another one I can't even remember. Yeah, I, I think I have all of them at home, sitting there, and I've only made it through the first two. <laughs> the first one I'll watch over and over again. It's a great movie. Oh, I know why you got them, and you just take them because that's all you you, you get. You what? take any movie you can. Oh, I do. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll snatch any kind of film I can, but I actually am a fan of the original one, but uh, the rest of them are abortions. You know what movie they should have made a sequel to? What? Cobra. No, they shouldn't have. He's a bad shit. <laughs> I hate you. I don't like bad shots. Come on, man. Why not Look at you, Cabretti. <laughs> I, hate, I hate his names in all the movies. Was it Cobra Cabretti? Yeah, Marion Cobra Cabretti. <laughs> it rhymes. That's where they get Cobra from. It's a thinking name. The only one I, uh, I uh, like was... Uh, I think it was called Get Carter or something like that. Or uh, yeah, and uh, he's uh, holding this guy overneath uh, over uh, a uh, balcony, and uh, the guy's like, "Jesus Christ, Carter, don't kill me! <laughs> You're already dead!" and drops him. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But yet you want to see the new Rocky Five? Yes, I do. Bobby Hill in the four two zero. How you doing, but Jake Busey? How you doing, buddy? What's up, um, <laughs> dude? The Tremor series, man. They had they had it right with the first one with Kevin Bacon and uh, Reba McIntyre. And the dad the from uh, Family Ties. 
Yeah, dude. Ooh, Stephen Keaton was in that? They Mm -hmm. went to a, they went to a prequel and it was like, uh, Old West, you know, Wild Wild West prequel type crap. Oh, did they really? I never watched any of the other ones. Tremors 3 sucked. Tremors 2 was, you know, decent. Tremors 1 was the greatest. What was Tremors? Which one did they go back to the, uh, the Old West with it? Tremors 4, The Legend Begins. Oh, God. The Legend (laughs) Begins. There, Sounds like a Zelda title. <laughs> and you know, uh, you know, one uh, movie that was really great, and then all the ones after that sucked. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, and they kind of tried to yep. do the prequel things and everything, and it was just terrible. I thought you were gonna say the Crow series, which the first one was just incredible. Two, three, and whatever else sucked. My <laughs> cell phone's going off. Hello? Can you? Hell? Prank call? Yeah, I guess so. No one was there. Has there ever been? Mm. Oh, that's odd. I mean, oh, I got a new email. That's what it was. Huh. Uh, has there ever been a good prequel? Ever? Good prequel series? I can't think of any. You know, no. I don't think so. Can you think of any of them? I'm clueless. Oh. I can't think of any at all. I, I don't know if this counts, but Godfather 2 was somewhat of a prequel because they, they did a lot of, like, back Flashbacks? Times. Yeah. Well, let's go to Pinchy in the 440. It's Pinky from the 088. Oh, okay. Godfather 3? Godfather 3 what did you think about that one Chunks Mm, I've heard that's one of the worst of all time it's pretty bad they have that whole incest thing which you know I don't know where they got that from but that was it's kind of sick it's an Italian thing no it's not I forgot the actor they used for that uh, I know it's hard to remember when you call him dad Uh, Dirt in the 407 hey uh, I tell you some sequels I didn't think were actually that bad was the Terminator sequel. Oh the, God! The, yes. the, the Terminator sequel, the first one was great. Terminator three, terrible. Well, I, dude, I don't know if you heard this or not, but I know you were talking about the Rocky movie. Um, mm. I read some reviews on on Rocky uh, six, and there's actually some pretty credible people that are saying it's supposed to be a, a, uh, equal to the the first movie. But I heard that Stallone is making Rambo four. Yeah, I heard that one too. And it's supposed to be like where Rambo's like the lieutenant now, and he's out in the field with a, a group of men using all their real high tech stuff, and then it all fails, and he has to get him out using oh, his old ways. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, I, I I can't imagine getting into the Rambo series again. It's been forever since I've seen it, so I don't even really remember what Rambo was about. But didn't he like go crazy and take on like the army, and now they're gonna put he, him in charge? He takes on the army. He takes on the local police. He takes like, on everybody. He doesn't like care. Taking a former Ku Klux Klan member and then putting him in charge of like the NAACP or something. Not a bad idea. Write that down. Good oh, metaphor. I'm working on it. White Roach in the four, 540. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, bro? Hey, just to let you know first, the Godfather 3, the incest guy, that was Andy Garcia. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, um, but yeah, those Jaws sequels were just god-awful, man. I, like, Jaws 3D, I couldn't watch those. Oh, yeah. But any, any of them that they throw the 3D in. Yeah, any prequel or 3D, it just seems like it's awful. Remember Back to the Future 2 when it goes to the future and it's like Jaws 11? Oh, yeah, I know. This is the ad in the uh, movie theater. only thing I think of when they, when they go uh, to another area of the world is... Uh, and uh, Last Action Hero, when uh, they're going to the video store, oh, and uh, they see that Sly Stallone is actually the one that's acting in all the Terminator movies. <laughs> I liked that movie. Mike in the 407. They have the uh, Escape from New York and then the Escape from L.A. with the cheesy graphics. He, uh, yeah, when he's, uh, what was he doing? He was uh, surfing on that big tsunami. Yeah, that, but I'll watch that one. I have no problem sitting uh, there and watching Escape from New York or L.A. That's what the Thai should have done when when they got wiped out two years ago. <laughs> I don't think that would have helped. Hey, I saw it in a movie. It could work. 
Moose in the 407. Hey, man, uh, by the way, I want to like, uh, apologize because I agree with Chunks on the uh, whole leprechaun thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how about uh, both, of the mo- both of the meatball sequels? There's actually yeah. three sequels. Uh, it actually, went all I'm way- sorry, yeah, you're right, four, and then, and then Smokey and the Bandit 3, which is one of the worst <laughs> films ever like, dedicated to cellular. Sit with me for a second here, and let's brainstorm what the each uh, Meatballs movie was about. First one was good, uh, regular old uh, Meatballs. Uh, second one, was that the one with the alien and the boxer? Yeah, that was the end of the box where he was called okay. Smart or something. And then uh, the third one was uh, the one with the uh, with the guy uh, with his uh, with the porn star, uh, the 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 ghost of the porn star who comes down and helps him get laid. Yeah, and then Corey Feldman <laughs> was in number four. Yeah, four was the was the one uh, on uh, where they're doing the jet ski stuff. What is oh, yeah. me? But, but Corey Feldman was in it. Always remember Corey Feldman. Yep. That was four. <laughs> what is Meatballs even about? I just know the name. Uh, it's about uh, a summer camp. With aliens and dead porn stars? Yeah, that, it got really weird for a little bit there. Like, uh, there was an alien. A little bit. An alien that helped this guy uh, box better. It was really strange. What about Porky's then? Going with that whole camp thing? You think Porky's the one, one? Yeah, Porky's one, great. Two, sucked. Yeah. Sinatra in the 321. What's up, guys? What's up, bro? Uh, I gotta say, first of all, that the only uh, sequel that ever did. Any justice to the first one or the Die Hard sequels? Because all three of them were just great. Die Hard with Vengeance? Now we're talking about doing a Die Hard 4, which they were talking about doing, they were talking about it, you know, six years ago with Britney Spears as the daughter. (laughs) But uh, I wouldn't have got to see that. But now that she's all old and plumpy, (laughs) I doubt they're going to be calling her anytime soon. No, they they should go with actually her little sister. Didn't they say something was going to take place in Africa? A Die Hard in Africa? I oh, thought you know that's what? what the rumor was. I actually liked uh, like the uh, sequel for Under Siege. Why? I thought that one wasn't bad. The one on Why? the train. Why? <laughs> Captain Heigl was in it? Yes. No, it was... The only thing that came, good came out of uh, Under Siege 2 was Steven Seagal getting beat up on the set by a 70-year-old man. But he punched so great. Like, he punched with, like, this, uh, the, the, uh... Bottom side of his fist the whole time. Hammer fist. The hammer fist. I love the hammer fist. It's the Punches hideout. It runs like a girl. It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Rocking through another night here in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1-407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041. We have a singular wireless phone. Uh, we'll wrap up this conversation right here with the uh, worst sequels of all time. And, you know, I was thinking about what you asked earlier, Tommy. Uh, the uh, if, if there ever has been a good prequel. Like, the last real prequel I watched was, uh, I think, Exorcist, the, uh, the prequel to that one. And I have never been more bored. Yeah, I heard it. Some people said it was good, and other people said it was awful. So I just it was figured just like, not to see it. There was nothing really there, you know. And it was it was a bad storyline. Uh, some of the effects were cool and everything, but other than that, it was just not really uh, anything worth watching. Let's go to Sherry Griswold in the four hundred seven. <coughs> hey, Sherry. Hey, how are you doing? What's up? I just listened to you on my back porch by the pool. Awesome. And I noticed you were talking about sequels. So mm-hmm. I want to know what you think about the Griswold vacation movies. <laughs> All the vacation movies I'll watch over and over again. There's not one that I do not enjoy. I like the first one and then the Christmas one. It, you don't have... like European or Vegas? No. I like Christmas and Vegas. Randy Quaid was hilarious in Vegas. 
Those are good because they have different storylines and they mm-hmm. don't just reuse the same old jokes over and over again. So, they'll, they'll stick with some of the same jokes, but I mean, overall, I, and they gave enough time in between them where it was still funny. That's the only good thing National Lampoon has ever done, though. Sequels? All the no, I mean those two movies or three movies if you want to include Vegas. I think the the biggest uh, one of killing a storyline would have to be the Police Academy one. So, oh god, and I enjoy the first one. The first one's actually very funny, and uh, the rest of them, you know, just killed it for me. But the cartoon is great. What about the Ernest movies? Jeez. Ernest. <laughs> e- I I used to. <laughs> Why did that make me laugh? Damn it! I used to watch the hell out of Ernest. Ernest goes to jail. You see, you liked them all. You just didn't you, you, after the after the first one, man. That's that's kind of it. Was My it? favorite was Ernest goes to camp. Yeah, Ernest goes to camp was great. Yeah. Uh, Ernest goes to uh, Ernest saves Christmas. Was that one of them? Yes, yeah. that mm-hmm. was that was pretty good. I think which was the first one. Was it goes to camp? Yeah, I don't even know what the first one was. I remember I saw that in the theater. IMDb that. Did you really? Yeah, I was a little kid. I think I actually saw it with the guy who was on the World Series of Pop Culture that I know. You guys would. I mean, that's how you uh, obtain that odd knowledge, well, is going to the first Ernest movie in the theater. <laughs> he ended up losing, though. Bastard. Did he? Yeah. Oh, he... I never got an update. I never watched that show. I wish I would have. It's great. It's all over now? Yeah. They're going just... to bring it back, though, aren't they? I, I hope so. I here... feel smart. Here's a listing of all of the uh, the Ernest ones, and it looks like Ernest Goes to Camp was the first one. Ernest goes to Africa. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest Ooh. goes to Splash Mountain. Wait, wait. He, <laughs> he goes to, to Splash Mountain. <laughs> Ernest goes to school. Ernest goes to the window. What? That was made in 2003. That's like, if he was a black guy, that would be so racist. He goes to Africa, then he goes to jail, <laughs> then he goes to school, then he, then goes, he goes to, to the window to commit suicide. <laughs> to the window. <laughs> now, uh, 2003, when did he die? He died way before that. No, 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 no. I think he died in 2004. You think that recently? Yeah, it wasn't long ago at all. Look up Jim Varney while you're on yeah. IMDb. Just, uh, it should say, yeah, click on the Jim Varney part of it, and uh, it should say when he died. All right, I'll choose Ernest Goes to Jail, Jim Better. Varney. Ernest P. Worrell died 2000. 2000, wow. Yeah, February 10th. Oh, Hefe's birthday. 2000. I thought it was much so later how than that. How they have a one come out in 2003? Uh, they must have done a, a, a cartoon. I Click on that one. Maybe it was his son. They have <laughs> excerpts of it, and it's just Vern, Vern, Vern. Ernest goes to the window. What the hell is Vern, Vern anyway? Vern. Oh, it got a user rating of 3.6 out of 10. Wow. Quotes, hey, Vern, hey, Vern, hey, Vern. <laughs> Parnist, uh, uh, pardon, Vern. Does it have a summary of the one that came out in two, 2003? That's the one I'm looking at. That's it. That's all it has No on plot it. Li- outline or anything? Uh, nope. Directed by Matthew Prentice. And I... I uh, I just actually watched a show with Jim Varney and I watched the uh, the uh, Roseanne's with Jim Varney. Oh in it. yeah, when he was, was a, uh, the, the uh, prince. He spoke with an English accent. Yeah, he's courting that prize, Roseanne's <laughs> sister. Yeah, really watch that one. Let's go to CJ. Yeah, hey, how about the best movie ever made with Ernest? Ernest starred in uh, the Crying Game. Remember that one? Was he in that? Yeah. No, he, yeah. No, he, he was, was in. Take a look, Jim Varney. I'm almost positive he wasn't in it. Uh, Forrest Whitaker was in it. What year does his crying game come out? That was Ernest Goes to Jail as well. 94. Toy Story, The Excerpt, Slam Drunk Ernest. Just look up the crying game. I want to look through all the other Jim Varney ones. Why? Because they're such great movies? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's such a great body of work. I heard he was a real ass, too. 
I remember really? Don and Mike in D.C. had him on one time. They said he was just an ass and wouldn't do anything. <laughs> and I think he refused to do that. Hey, Vern. Oh, I would, too. And There's I, no way I would, I would keep up that gimmick. You're never going to get out of it if you don't just deny it. Oh, like he was ever going to get out of it. The only way out of that was death, and that's what he chose. <laughs> Jew bagel, Nate 6 Yes, hi. I wanted to say that male gangbang 2 just completely ruined the whole series. Agreed. Agreed. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Welcome to the Hideout Real Radio 1041 star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. J Dub's hanging out with you tonight, El Jefe out sick, along with uh Tommy Bateman, Chunks Corolla, and C Lane. Light him up right now because we're gonna talk fantasy football with our uh, buddy Mark St. Amant. He uh, wrote the book uh Committed Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. Uh his uh, second book comes out uh, October seventeenth. Just kick it. Tales of an underdog, overage, out of place, semi-pro football player. Uh, he is a just a uh, fanat- uh, like a fanatical fantasy football player, and uh, also just an all-around good guy. Just had a, a kid as well, so uh, let's congratulate him on that. Mark Sinemot. Hey guys, how's it going? Not bad. Two weeks ago, you had a girl, huh? Two weeks. How yes, is it? Indeed. Yes, indeed. I've had, I don't feel like I've slept since, but it's uh, it's all good. Is that your first kid? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. A little girl. How is that treating you? Is it, uh, is it different than you thought, or are you uh, pretty much on par with every, what everybody told you? It's, um, you, you know what's different? Everyone always said that the sleep would be, like, uh, the, the, the sleeplessness would be absolutely debilitating. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I do feel kind of zombie-ish, but it's not as bad as everyone says. Um, but it was, it, there is that little freaky factor of, oh, my God, I'm someone's dad now. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I can't imagine me, you know, just being out there being a father. Oh. Me uh, giving words of wisdom <laughs> to children—it just my... doesn't doesn't uh, match up with my personality. Yeah, Only smoke really, parliaments. Really mind-boggling. <laughs> yeah, I can I can tell them what what uh, what, what liquor will get them uh, drunk fast <laughs> and uh, what cigarettes taste better. Here's and we'll give you that milky right. taste in your mouth. Here's Other you than run... that, I have no idea what to tell them. Here's how you run away from the cops. <laughs> right, right, right. How, how to hide from the fuzz? That'll be it. <laughs> That'll be a good thing. I want to ask you about your uh, your upcoming book real quick here. Yeah. Uh, you uh, are you done writing it? Is that all through and everything? And you are ready to uh, press it out there? Yep, it is finished. Um, just finished the editing probably uh, probably two months ago, and it's all in the production and slated for uh, like you said October. I think seventeenth is technically the release date, but you know they sometimes trickle into stores a week or two earlier. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy with how it turned out. And, it, um, it's kind of uh, your little uh, little uh, football professional semi-pro uh, story. Exactly, exactly. It's, um, you know, it's sort of a Friday Night Lights meets Paper Lion kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I'd never played a down of football in my life, and uh, I sort of act almost accidentally over the course of, of starting to research this book, I sort of accidentally joined this team, and uh, and you know, I mean, I'm I'm pushing 40, and I'm I'm small and inexperienced, and 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 you know, I'm the poster child for suburban white boy, and <laughs> I ended up joining this pretty much all black inner city team, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it, it's it was great. It, it's the season was 2004 that I joined, and I'm going into my third season now, and uh, you know, it wasn't just a one season thing. I stuck with it, and, and it's been great. 
everybody who uh, hasn't picked up your book yet committed has to pick it up because if you are into fantasy football even a little bit, you'll love this book. Uh, what you did was basically quit your job, uh, quit everything to play fantasy football professionally and uh, try to uh, make it work like that. Right. It was, uh, yeah, I quit to play full time. Um, and it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't so much a money thing. It was just to see if I could if if someone you wanted to win your leagues, you know <laughs> exactly. If someone if someone had all day every day to do it, like how would it work out? And uh, and but it's yeah, like like you were saying, it's also sort of a you know a humorous, lighthearted look at this whole crazy obsession and why people are nuts about it. And, and uh, I'm yeah. absolutely just you know uh, uh, obsessed with it when it comes around. Uh, I I tend to do the commissioner part of our league here and everything because uh, I'm the biggest one into it and actually we're doing our draft next week which may be a little bit early uh, i i get nervous with the with the two preseason games left but right. you kind of got to do it a little bit early have you pre-season done any drafts yet is preseason satanic yeah it's, uh, <laughs> you know just ask quentin portis it's it's uh you know it's 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 useless now uh have you done any drafts yet I haven't. Um, we have our, uh, my main league is the 29th, and then I'm going to be in another league that's uh, probably the beginning of September. So Do you have your uh, draft bit, draft order yet? Or um, Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've been absolutely, if you haven't gone on to the, uh, into the mock draft lobby at ESPN, have you guys done that? Uh, no, I have not. If you go on to ESPN.com, you go on to Fantasy Football, you go into the mock draft lobby, I swear to God, it's like crack. You will, you, you can't stop doing them. Really? I've done probably 50 mock drafts, and each time it's different. Each time, you know, you're in a different spot, and it's, uh, yeah. So I've done a ton of mocks, and I have a general idea of, of who I like, who I don't like, who who I think is, uh, you know, should be avoided, who who are the sleepers, all that kind of kind of stuff. So. All right, let's start off with a number one pick for the year. Number one pick. You know what's funny is, um, uh, so far, LJ Larry Johnson has been the absolute consensus number one. Um, for me, and this is just my personal thing, I would actually take Alexander. See, um, I'm not even going with either one of those. And you'd go LT. I'd go LT because I, I, I see uh, them having a problem throwing it this year, so they're going to rest on him like they did two years ago. Yeah, they. In, in I, I will caveat that with if it's a points per reception league, I would definitely go LT first. But Larry Johnson, people forget, you know, he, he lost. He's lost Willie Rofe. Mm-hmm. Al Saunders is gone. He's he's the one whose schemes turned him and Priest into a stud, and and. I think there are just a lot of changes. Defenses won't be taken by surprise by him anymore. Didn't they just grab up another uh, pretty good running back too? I'm sorry. Didn't they just pick up like Bennett or something? Well, Bennett, Bennett's uh, he, he, the, the guy can't even stay healthy. I, yeah. I wouldn't rely too much on Bennett. Um, plus, he also lost Tony Richardson, who's in uh, Minnesota now, his lead blocker. Yeah, and, and that, it, it, no one really uh, shows you how how important a fullback is in a system, and I think that's why uh, LT is. You know, a, a, a solid pick, and no matter what, you're going to get, uh, you know, a, a healthy season out of that guy. Exactly, and LJ, LJ has, I think, the highest ceiling. But if you you don't want to, you can't blow your number one pick. And if you want the sure thing, go to Alexander because, I mean, he's got that NFC West schedule. They play. He's got six games against uh, the Niners, the Rams, uh, and the Cardinals. And then Detroit. He has Detroit, Minnesota, <laughs> Green Bay. He's, he was laughing, not to not to name drop, but. Uh, we, um, I'm doing some work with my old ad agency on, on uh, some ESPN stuff, and mm-hmm. we shot a commercial with him. First of all, couldn't have been, a, for a, a mega superstar, could not have been a nicer guy. And he, he was, here's he was the thing crazy. about him. Everybody says he's very egotistical and everything, and he only cares about himself, but he, I've, I've heard nothing but great things about people who, I, who interview him and meet him. Yeah, he's, he, he couldn't have been nicer. You know, um, you know, I've done some things with some athletes, and sometimes they're a little standoffish, and they... Mm-hmm. 
kind of go go to their trailer and kind of chill out and just sort of blow everybody off. But Alexander was, uh, you know, hanging out with people on the on the set and, and talking to like a bunch of kids who came around. And but he was practically laughing at his schedule. <laughs> he picked up the mobile ESPN phone. And he goes, "All right, let me check out my schedule." He's going. He went down the list. He was laughing. He's going. Uh, 115 yards, two touchdowns, <laughs> win. 20 yards, three touchdowns, win, win. 100 yards, 100, just like laughing. I'd Madden curse or no Madden curse, I'd go Alexander. Yeah, that, that is one. I, I, and actually, I put a lot of stock into that when I'm picking a player. The uh, the curses, the chunky soup, the uh, the Madden, all of them. I and uh, now uh, the George Lopez curse. Wait a minute, I've, I'm I'm oblivious to the George Lopez curse. What's going on? With the that? George Lopez curse. Uh, uh, over a year ago, uh, two quarterbacks were on the George, George Lopez show. One uh, was uh, was uh, uh, Dante Culpepper. The other was Donovan McNabb. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, I mean. So I, that's the only reason to watch the George Lopez show is to find uh, out if he has any athletes on there and not pick him in your draft. Well, McNabb clearly uh, hit the buffet and the craft services on the shoot because uh, he was he was porking up a little bit last year. But you know, he's another guy who who uh, it, he really has no one to throw to. But he never had anybody throw to before, uh, really, uh, uh, T.O. either, and he did pretty well. Yeah, I mean, he'll. I think he'll he'll definitely do better than last year. I, I think he's still going to go a little high in some leagues, but. Um, you know, people are talking about this guy Hank Basket uh, as an emerging number two receiver in Philly, and Reggie Brown. I don't know; those guys you could you could get them real late and do okay. Yeah, um, with To and everything, uh, I know I picked him pretty high last year. I think I picked him in the second round, yep. and uh, I ended up losing him halfway through the season. Do you think uh, that will happen again, or will he be good at least for this year? I, I think he's got a, he's got to toe the line for one year, and I, I actually personally have him as the number one overall receiver. I think, um, you know, Steve Smith, much like LJ, maybe it's just me. I, I never trust the, the players who have monster years and they get drafted accordingly the next year. And they, mm-hmm. they, they almost, it's almost like driving a Lamborghini off a lot. It's going to depreciate the second you, you leave. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think Steve Smith is sort of like LJ. He's, he's, uh, he's going to have a good year. Um, I don't think he's going to be the number one. I think T.O., if he, it sounds like his, his hammy is just sort of a, it sounds like just a veteran's way of getting out of training camp. Well, yeah, <laughs> and here's here's To too. Uh, one thing about To, he's uh, he, you think he would be uh, you know staying very low key right now, but he uh, he was put on the exercise bikes this whole time when he's been injured, so he comes up uh, dressed in biker clothing like he's in the uh, the Tour de France. Yeah, exactly. The uh, the, the Tour de what are they calling it? The the, the Tour de Irving. Or yeah. They, uh, you know, if if Tio is good at, at, at anything, it's it's you know drawn attention touchdowns too. It's it's publicity, and he knows when he can make a story out of himself, and that's why he did the the Lance Armstrong thing. But yeah, I, I like Tio as the number one receiver overall, um, and uh, you know there there's some other guys who are right up there. Chad Johnson, obviously, a lot depends on Cook, uh, Palmer, and uh, you know Larry, Larry Fitzgerald. I think I could could challenge for the top spot this year. Um, I think he's going to have a big year. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, quarterback position? Uh, Peyton Manning, still number one? I think Peyton's still far and away the number one. It's it's funny about him is that, you know, say what you want about him, he's, uh, you know, he, he chokes in the big game or he's got a head shaped like a peanut, whatever mm-hmm. you want to say about him. You, you can't say that he's not a competitor. And last year ended on a very sour note. And, 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 and their running game is uh, slightly downgraded going from edge to Dominic Rhodes and a die. So I think Peyton's going to have to sling it around again, and I, I think he's going to approach 2004 numbers. I think you know, I don't nice. think high 40s, but I could see between 40 and 45 touchdowns. For quarterbacks, uh, Mark, where, where do you see uh, Jarrett Lorenzen going? Because that's who I want to go with. 
Garrett Lorenzen? Yes. Oh, um, easily second tier down after Peyton. Uh-huh. Yeah, right yeah. there. I, uh, if someone takes Peyton, you take Garrett Lorenzen. Right, and then Lorenzen Sweet. right. Mm-hmm. Yes. I got it. I'm all on it. He's my man. You guys are going to be surprised. <laughs> Done. Peyton is just going to rock that league. <laughs> Now, at the upcoming UFC pay-per-view, should I choose Chuck Liddell or uh, Babalu? Do you think Babalu will be able to take it to the ground and submit him, or will Chuck be able to keep it standing? Um, I, I think something about standing or something about Chuck Ballou or something that I have no idea what I'm talking about. Damn it. Yeah, I can't help you there. I'm going to go with Chuck. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, let's go with sleepers. Sleepers, there's there's some good ones. I think uh, you know these different levels of sleepers, but I I like uh, as far as quarterbacks, um, we're getting a little deep. But I think Chris Sims is going to have a good year. He's he's going to be a guy. Who, I don't think that's deep at all. I think he's uh, he kind of proved himself last year, and they're going to yeah, they're going to rest on him a little bit more this year. Yeah, he throws a great deep ball. He's got some good weapons, he, but but he's still the kind of guy you can get in the real late rounds. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of quarterbacks go before him, um, and. This one might surprise you because you mentioned the LT thing before, but I think Philip Rivers is is. Well, I, I think he's treating him like a rookie, and he's 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 been sitting, he's been watching, and he's got a lot of talent, makes good decisions. Um, I think he's going to be much better than people are giving him credit for, and. Uh, I think his saving grace is going to be throwing to LT out of the out of the backfield. I yeah, think that's and, really going to help his numbers out. Right, and hitting gates. Um, and that's not to say you should go out and draft Rivers in the fourth round as your starter, but he's a guy you can get late, and you know he can maybe be a starter down the road or a uh, trade bait or something. As far as running backs, um, I really like Frank Gore in San Francisco. Um, granted, it is the, the Niners, but he's a guy who, who really tore it up when he had the chance last year. A guy people are automatically forgetting about, and they shouldn't, is Dominic Rose. I think people are automatically giving Joseph Adai the, the starting job, and Adai hasn't had a carry in the league yet. Rhodes has proven it. If he can stay healthy, he's a guy who is going three or four rounds after Joseph Adai mm-hmm. um, and is going to get the start. Um, I think uh, uh, Lawrence Maroney, you know, we saw what anyone who saw the Patriots-Falcons um, preseason game saw mm-hmm. what he did against the Falcons' number one defense, and that is no... I mean, that, that's not a Pop Warner defense. I mean, they, they have some really solid players, and he just tore them up. Uh, I think he's going to be good. Greg Jones in Jacksonville down there, you guys. Uh, you know, he's just behind Fred. And you know how fragile Fred is. And yeah. Jones is apparently looking great in camp. Del Rio's loving him. And finally, I think in terms of uh, rookies who can shine, D'Angelo Williams in Carolina, you know. Um, but that's also to say Deshaun Foster. I think people immediately write him off because of his injury history, and rightfully so. But um, if Foster goes down, Williams, I think Williams would be the rookie of the year, even over Bush. Are you, what about Bush? Uh, is he a uh, a starting uh, running back material, or is he someone who, if you uh, if you get him, take him low? Um, well, I, he's, you know, the thing about him is he's the kind of guy who you're not going to be able to wait on. Yeah. So if he, he's the kind of guy that if you want him, you're going to have to be bold and go after him early. Yeah, he is going to be a risk no matter what because you don't know what what their plans really are for him for the first year. Exactly, and he's he's I mean. Granted, Deuce is coming off the ACL, and you see how long it takes running backs to really get back up to speed after mm. tearing an ACL. But, um, you know, Bush, he's the kind of guy, if, if you want him, you're going to have to take him in, like, uh, you know, late second, early third round, even, even maybe even before that, as your number two running back, and just, just roll the dice and pray that he does. He's the kind of guy who, who even if he does get 10, 12, 14 touches a game, can, can blow it open with those touches, as we saw on that crazy, you know, 60-something yard run he had in that preseason game. Mm-hmm. So. 
So uh, if you want him, you're going to have to go for him. Let's try uh, CJ in the 407. CJ. Yeah. Um, I was wondering what he thought about uh, Buckwheat Culpepper. Is he going to take the Dolphins all the way this year or what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Um, uh, okay. Buckwheat slipped past the sensors. Uh, <laughs> let me see. I, I, I think um, I, don't, I, yeah, I don't think he's going to take the Dolphins all the way. In no. Fact, he's, he's certainly he's, he's not a running quarterback anymore. He's, he's but the Dolphins actually do look fairly good this year. I mean, they... I think I think he's gonna he's definitely gonna help out Chambers. He's got Ronnie Brown. He's he's got good targets. Um, you know, I I wouldn't. I know a lot of people are taking Culpepper as the number one quarterback. I personally would be fine with him as a backup. But he's another guy like Bush that his name value is gonna make. People yeah, you, people are gonna take him uh, high. Early. So I guess I guess the long you know the long winded answer is uh, I I wouldn't go for him as my number my number one, but. Um, you know, you wouldn't can't be blamed for going with his upside. And there, there, that's a good question out there. Uh, like for the these high risk picks that you probably shouldn't take, but people are going to be tempted to. Who are some of these people you should probably stay away from uh, early rounds, even though the name's there and you really, really think you should take them. Um, well, you know what's funny is there's a uh, Edger and James falls into that category mm-hmm. because he's going he's going anywhere from four to you know seven. In most mock drafts, and well, I, I'd be fine with him as number one running back. He can't, he can't do wrong. But you know, he, he's no longer running behind that Colts offensive line, and I, I think he's still going to, he's going to probably have more touchdowns, some more receptions. But I think his yardage is going to be way down. Carson Palmer's another guy who, um, you know, is still going pretty much right after you know Peyton Brady, and then you know Palmer Hasselbeck are, are usually going in the, right around that order, and. Palmer's a big risk. And, yeah, you know, hey, he still doesn't have the confidence. Exactly, and if you're gonna, if you are gonna blow a pick on a quarterback early, which, you know, unless you're taking Peyton early, I, I personally would don't want. I, I would rather wait for like a, uh, you know, McNabb, Bulger, Green, Delome type guy later on. But if you're gonna blow a pick on a quarterback early, um, you want it to be a little bit more of a sure thing. And while they say Palmer's gonna be ready for Week One, now there's a little uncertainty of whether that's true and. I think Palmer's a little bit like that. Um, there are a couple receivers. I mean, Randy Moss is, uh, I think, falls into this category. Yeah. That he's a guy who's still getting by on his, you know, his Vikings days, and I mean, he's already had the sort of pouty sideline uh, blow up with with Aaron Brooks, and that doesn't bode well. Um, so if you have a choice of a, you know, Anquan Bolden, Fitzgerald, Marvin Harrison. Uh, you know, type receiver and Moss. I would go with those guys over Moss just because, uh, you know, with Aaron Brooks there, he's throwing balls into the stands. Like you just never know which Randy Moss is going to show up. Yeah, definitely. Mark Cinnamon, thank you very much. Are you in for the season uh, to come on? In, indeed, I am. Indeed, I am. Hopefully, we can do the uh, the Friday night thing. I'm beautiful. Instead, having uh, having a kid now, I'm pretty much a shut in Friday night. <laughs> awesome. Why not talk fantasy football? Looking forward to it. This year's going to be, I, I think it's going to be a great year for fantasy football. Mark Sanamont, the book is Committed, Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. His uh, next book come, comes out October 17th, Just Kick It, Tales of an Underdog Overage, Out of Place, Semi-Pro Football Player. He also uh, works pretty closely with uh, ESPN and had uh, a little girl two weeks ago. So congratulations, Mark, and we're going to be talking to you a lot uh, in this upcoming season. That sounds great. Thanks, guys. All right, later, bro. Later. Uh, we're going to be doing the quarter hour past the hour qualifier right now for the uh, Madden 2007 tournament that we have going on this Friday. So uh, we'll be doing that in uh, just a second here. Uh, it's Hideout Real Radio 104.1. <laughs>
the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 407 916 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Thank you to Mark Cinnamon for joining us, talking a little fantasy football with us. We're going to do our draft next week live on the air uh, and get make sure we get all of our players ready to go on that. Uh, also, congratulations to Tom. He is uh, the, the second person in our uh, our Madden tournament. We're having a 16-person tournament, uh, Madden 2000 tournament. Uh, it's going to be happening this Friday up here at the station, hosted by Phil Frazier, the uh, the producer of Madden 2007. Uh, you must be 18 to get in, and we're going to be qualifying more people tonight uh, with the quarter past the hour qualifiers, as well as I'm going to throw in an extra qualifier just randomly. So uh, nice. we're going to get uh, two more qualifiers tonight. Just keep on listening, and we'll try to get you in. Uh, so uh, that is that. It'll be fun. He's yeah. really taking care of everything, man. Phil is great. He's he's got the rules and. I mean, we're we're trying to make this as cool as possible. Even if he can't make it up here, we're going to try to pipe the, through like some of the graphics and the games uh, through the uh, Real Radio TV. If you go to Real Radio dot uh, FM, you can uh, check out Real Radio TV. Just click on it and uh, start it up. It's really cool. What it is is uh, kind of a uh, 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 TV. Yep. A screen right there where the audio is synced right up to the video, and you are able to uh, just watch the show in action. Not a whole lot of on-screen action going on today, but I promise to change that in just a little bit. You, uh, you're you in the chat room there, too, right? Because there's a chat room yeah, on the I'm TV. The, I actually have to reload the chat room. The, the, the chat room is the only thing that kind of bothers me right now. Really? Uh, on, on, my, uh, on my computer over here. It freezes up a lot, oh, yeah. so I have to keep on closing out, reloading, which it's not a big deal because it loads really fast, surprisingly fast, uh, the Real Radio TV does. That's because people keep putting Tub Girl pictures <laughs> on there. It, no, it's happened before that. Uh, ever since I've uh, logged on to it, on this computer, for some reason, it freezes up. I know not most people have that problem, though. Yeah, I think it, I, I know in the control room sometimes, too. Yeah, a lot of people being real dirty, asking you to show mm-hmm. your boobs in the chat room today. No, I, I, I've had a couple of... Uh, Nip requests, <laughs> but other than that, I am uh, pretty good. I guess Stedman's been running the uh, the best up for the Burke show, mm-hmm. and he's in the chat room, and he says like the camera's starting to drive him nuts because you know Burke, there's no one in the studio where the camera's pointed, so he has to keep running in there every break and doing dances <laughs> and holding up various pictures. Today he had to appease the crowd by holding up a picture of um I, I forgot her name the, uh, the Tiffany. Tiffany something mm. on the back of a penthouse magazine. Well, if you go to hideoutheretics.net, and uh, this is what Tommy showed me uh, earlier on this week, hideoutheretics.net, they've been uh, capturing video, oh, and so we're not safe at all even during breaks. We do something stupid in here. Uh, the heretics are capturing the video and posting it on hideoutheretics.net. And uh, actually pretty good uh, segments on the... Uh... Oh, come on. <laughs> now, uh, Lane's putting magazines up there and... <laughs> Doing silliness, uh, but uh, if you go to hideoutheretics.net, they have uh, your rant yesterday. Oh, the whole video caught for that. Uh, some of uh, what Bateman was doing during the breaks. Nothing. And then uh, there's uh, just a, a few different silly things going on here in the studio over at hideoutheretics.net. Uh, there's a uh, a man who was uh, being ordered to say he's sorry after a sexual assault. No penalty is going to be uh, levied on him if this apology is taken by the woman. But that's all the the uh, the, uh, the judge says is, say you're sorry, and uh, we'll forget all about it. Sorry you weren't that good. <laughs> Jesus. I guess this, uh, this guy's 33 who did it. Uh, a shy guy, uh, kind of a geek, 
and uh, he was having some kind of little party where they were drinking a bunch of champagne uh, with three different girls. He was not a really good ladies guy. Never really got laid a lot. And uh, the three girls and him were passed out in a hotel room. One of the girls woke up to him on top of one of the other passed out girls. And uh, so it went to court, and <clears throat> he has to apologize that, now. That is his dad. Does it say is his dad rich or something? Yes, I mean, he's that's... a millionaire's son. Oh, now that makes me even more pissed off, man. That's just ridiculous that the rich can get away with this crap. So he's just laying on top of another chick? I guess he was uh, from New Delhi oh. and said he uh, is not used to the Western ways. <laughs> what the hell? I you... guess anywhere but the West can rape oh. and not really worry about it a whole hell of a lot. So you can mount anything you want over there? I guess. Bestiality, probably, that's probably up for grabs, too. You do whatever you want with an animal. Jesus. But he uh, said, uh, okay, just apologize for it, and all is settled. And I think rape... It's one of those things that you really just can't apologize for. No, no, it's not at all. Once you cross that rape line... My bad. Sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> rape me once, shame on you. Rape me twice, shame, shame on me. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know your ways. It's like, uh, you know, you're you're talking and everything, and you drop the N-bomb, and Whoops. then everybody looks at you. Ugh. And you just can't apologize for it. You try. Sorry. You try to get out of that situation. You haven't been trying tonight when you've been dropping it since Matt's gone. <laughs> I haven't dropped it. Oh. Oh, I yeah. do get three times a month, though. <laughs> he has uh, allowed me that. That's true. You can't really take that one back. And no. that, that's when you turn, and you know it, too. You do something like that, your face gets red, and you're like, uh, oh, crap. You oh, get crap. that kind of lump in your throat, yeah. and you're just sitting there like, oh, God, how am I going to get out of this? There's no way out of it. I'm just going to apologize, apologize, apologize. And I don't know if you get the same feeling after a rape, but, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where you just you can't apologize enough. It's like, it's too early to play the audio, uh, but the audio of the one teacher, remember, he used that word in his class, and mm-hmm. he tried justifying it, and it just sounded worse, but he's like, I said, uh, I said, I, I put the uh, yeah. A at the end It of doesn't it. matter. When you are just as white as white can be, <laughs> like me or C-Lane, you cannot drop that bomb. And C-Lane, yes, did, make, you can. C-Lane did make the mistake of dropping that bomb around Matt. Uh, he does it all the time. He doesn't even care now. I remember what I was telling him. I was like, I have cut way back on my M-bomb use. We were uh, trying to fix, rig it so that the... Um, hey. yeah, it doesn't mean you can start no. saying it. <laughs> so we, fit it out even, we were trying to fix the PS2 so it would play through the board. And I was like, oh, man, i gotta, I got to find some way to uh, rearrange the wiring. And he, of course, he goes, you got N-bomb? No. Yeah. No. Yes, you did. He says it so matter-of-factly. No. That Yo, is yeah, untrue. I heard about that. Didn't happen. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that, and you can't apologize for it. Dirty he liar. Didn't. He didn't. Apologize. Can you apologize if you punch a retard? Mm, yeah, man. You know that's kind of or a girl. Well, if they feel it. Well, well it probably not. But I mean, the the the, uh, the parents are gonna get pissed. Depends on how the chick was asking, man. You might not even be a fart. Right. How about that uh, one word? Uh, and I'm not gonna even use a uh, consonant to uh, say it. But that four letter word that you. Don't call women. Nice. No, not that one. Another one. Uh, that uh, that derogatory term. A, B, C. One, two, three. <laughs> Is that something you can apologize for? Mm, no. I, I, I'm talking about a random girl. Random girl on the street, not like your girlfriend or something like that, because you know, you'll you'll get over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's... If you're just in a bar and you just point in her face and say it. Yeah, that's... No. It, no? No. 
And you have the problem, too, of all the other guys who are trying to get in that chick's pants who will then want to beat your ass if mm. you just say it at a random chick in a bar. Let's go to Russ in the 386. Hey, uh, curiosity, number one, was where, where was this, uh, the New Delhi, where did that take place? This actually happened in England. Oh, oh it did? Mm. Well, they, yeah, because you, you'd think that the judge would be removed from the seat over here. Well, even over there, you'd think uh, that, yeah. that, that wouldn't be acceptable. I mean, they, they still stand by basically the same standards as we do. I know, but that's ludicrous. I mean, for, for that matter, we should say, oh, sorry that we uh, shoved a broomstick up his, you know. Yeah. Busted. I'm not going to let you go any further because I was getting close. You're getting close there. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty close. Uh, what about with your parent? And I know Hefe has, has talked about it before, but your mom just goes, I should have had the abortion or you're a mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing where, and you're just like, what? Yeah, and you can't take that back. Once you say that once, you know that thought's been in your head before where this was just a mistake. And then just looking at you, looking at your grades and saying, how did I make this mistake? Not only, but you know they still feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They it, it, changed it, their mind well, about I, it. I, I, there's no way you can change their mind about it. If you're 17 or something and they say that to you, you know they've been thinking that before that, and they'll be thinking it until you're 45. If every time afterwards, you just be like, God, this bitch hates me. I remember when I uh, I wished uh, our promotions chick had a retarded baby. Oh, God. And I said that to her. <laughs> While she's pregnant. While she was pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that was something I really couldn't apologize for. I yeah, can't. So I just ran with it. <laughs> I didn't even try. I'm like, yeah. If I do, if you do, I'm I'm gonna look like Nostradamus here, aren't I? Well, what else are you supposed to do? Something's been said, mm-hmm. and you can't you can't take it back. You can't run with it. Are you just supposed to run away? Like, just say, I dropped the n bomb. Bye bye, and like run out some cartoon dash or something. It, it, it's one of your options. <laughs> I think that's your best option not to get your ass kicked. Yeah. Have you ever said anything about someone's like dead relative by accident? Uh, yeah, I've actually done it once. Yeah, I did uh, and I didn't say about it, but uh, the one, I, and, and this isn't even that bad. I, I knew this kid, and his name was Kevin, his brother's name was Sean. Kevin died, and I worked with Sean, and I would always accidentally call him Kevin. <laughs> and then he'd just get that sad look on his face every time, and I'd just be like so panicky. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man, I'm sorry. I know he's dead, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was at my friend's house, and she had all these pictures on the wall, and I go... Hey, who's the guy with the dumb mustache and stupid hair? Oh, that's my brother. It's like, oh, the one that died. Oh, <laughs> it's like you you insult him in picture, and then it's her dead brother. Yeah. yeah. How did you get out of that one? I just got my dog and laughed. I was like, well, we better get going, <laughs> and because uh, my dog would play with her dog, and I was like, well, it's pretty late. Uh. See you later. She she never uh, brought it up again. I think she forgot about it. I guess we've gotten into one of these cringe segments, uh, the things you can't apologize for. I'm not even going to tell you about the other stuff I've done. Oh, you better. The cringe stuff that you've done that you can't apologize for. It was awful stuff. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 on your singular wireless phone. We'll take a break. We'll come back with your phone calls. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. J-Dub's hanging out with you. El Jefe homesick today. We've got Tommy Bateman hanging out over there. Hi there. Chunks Corolla and C-Lane. Hello. 
<laughs> There's a story about a, uh, a guy who uh, sexually assaulted a woman, and the judge ordered him to apologize because yeah. he wasn't used to the Western ways. It wasn't his uh, real thing. He didn't really know that you weren't allowed to sexually assault. So uh, I, I, I think sexual assault and rape and stuff like that is just something you can't apologize for. I know Tommy mentioned uh, that uh, he was over at a chick's house looking at the wall with the chick, and uh, she was standing there with uh, some guy with a mustache, uh, a picture of a guy with a mustache. And, uh, yeah, we were fr- it was weird because like, I didn't really know anything about our family. We'd been friends for a while, and uh, it was just like, kind of like a, a friend of my dog's almost, and they were, mm. they were just hanging out playing, and she had redone her house and put up this new picture, and I was like, who's this guy with the stupid hair and stupid mustache? And oh, That's my brother. And I was kind of like, Ugh. <laughs> and then she goes, the one that died. Oh. Ah. There's no getting out of that. Well, let's go, Roxy. Tend to go home and never come back. <sighs> That's cringe. Yeah. Well. Just... And did you ever talk to her again? Yeah, yeah. We're still friends. She doesn't really ever... bring it up. No. <laughs> and I, why would she? I, hopefully, she drank herself to you know forget it. <laughs> drank herself back to her brother. Yeah. <laughs> Smack Daddy in the 407. I don't know. It was an old picture. What do you want from me? Hello. What's up, Smack Daddy? Yeah, hey, hey. Talking about putting your foot in your mouth. Well, mm-hmm. I did it big time the other day. There's this donut shop out by the airport that I go to quite a bit. And I was uh, somewhere else, and uh, this guy that works there has a the donut shirt shop on everything, and he was says, hey, how you like the donuts and stuff over there? I said, well, they're pretty good. I says, but that, that big, fat-ass, bulldike bitch that runs that place, and I didn't even get it out of my mouth good. And he says, oh, that's my mother. Oh. <laughs> so I just played it off, and I told him, I said, man, well, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> you know, I said, but you know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, you got to stick to your guns. No matter what, you gotta you got to uh, stick with what you believe is right. That uh, that reminds me of a story. I was working in a restaurant, and we got a new manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually Ruby Tuesday. And I was talking with the manager, and a chick from one of the other stores came in to bring some food or some condiments. And I and I was just I was like, God damn, man, that chick is smoking. I would stuff I can't say on the radio, obviously. Yeah, the different stuff I would do. do that. And I know the guy is just getting fuming, and he's staring <laughs> at me. And I'm like, what the hell is this new guy's problem? So I go in the kitchen, and I talk to the other manager. I'm like, hey, man, this hot chick from the other restaurant just came in, and I was. Uh, you know, I was complimenting on how beautiful she was. Is the new manager gay or something? He goes, no, 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 not gay. That's his fiance. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. That's like, I'm done forever with this guy. <laughs> Bobo in the 386. Hey. What's up, hey, Bobo? Uh, my mother made, a, made an apology for making a real stupid-ass comment to me. Um, she wished I was dead before I came out of her hoo-ha. <laughs> oh, she my wished God. You were stillborn? <laughs> well. Whoa. I, I did accept her apology, and then I killed the bitch. <laughs> I don't think he's joking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. A little creepy. 407 star one four one on your singular wireless phone. I know Tommy says he has no. the mother of all uh-uh, stories. Uh-uh, no. And I'm going to squeeze it out of him in the next break. <sighs> it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 407 916 1041 888 978 1041 Star 1041 
on your singular wireless phone talking about things he really just can't apologize for. There was a uh, a kid over in, uh, I guess he's not even a kid, he's 33 years old, son of a millionaire, uh, over in uh, England. He uh, sexually assaulted and basically raped a chick and uh, then uh, had to just uh, say he's sorry, write an apology letter, and he was let off the hook. Wow. And that's just something, really, uh, a sorry letter doesn't, Make up for. Depends on if it was typed or handwritten, because that makes a difference. And if it was cursive, well then, yeah, it's kind of close. I don't think that uh, any way you slice it, uh, a apology is going to make up for the, the trauma that this girl's going to go through. <laughs> now maybe, maybe you can send an audio, sorry, a little mixtape, a singing telegram. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I raped you. What's wrong with you? You're just going overboard now. He's going to say, sorry I raped you, but it was my first time. sea <laughs> <laughs> lane. But this guy, I guess, was kind of a sea lane. Uh, wasn't a good closer. Uh, was a uh, geek. Um, shy. Which he's not really shy. Not polite. I guess he's totally different than him. Gerbit baby face? <laughs> no. I heard the guy was a big mouth breather. <laughs> he had uh, awake apnea. <laughs> just like sea lane. Now, Tommy, you said you had a uh, a story. I've I've been thinking about. It. I really don't want to tell the story because it's <laughs> awful. It's I, I, I he wasn't thinking much at, or at all. What'd you do? Um. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh. Okay. So I was friends with two mutual, uh, a guy and a girl, and I actually met the girl through like some friends and. She also knew my friend. I'll just use first names. Um, I think the guy might actually be dead anyway. <laughs> the guy's name was Carlos, and her name was Lori. Was he douchey looking with a with a mustache? Uh, yeah, actually he was. <laughs> he actually was uh, Mexican. Um, and so I knew Lori and Carlos. They were like a year or two older than me, and uh, I had a saying, you know, uh, an awful saying that I. I think is terrible now but it was kind of funny at the time but it was always like what did they rape you (laughs) so second to lori no 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 it's it's fine really so um second to lori on the phone one day and i said hey have you seen carlos recently i haven't seen him for like a year or two no we don't really talk anymore well why is that just we just don't talk because you sound kind of angry at him what, did he rape you? <laughs> Why would you ask that? I, Just at the remote fact that he, she I might have know. been raped. Well, I thought it was a funny little saying that I used to have. <laughs> and it would fill like time, you know? Instead of giving out phone numbers, I said, what, did they rape you? Sorry. Real Radio Hideout, you can IM me there. See, instead of saying that, I would say, what, did Hefe rape you or something, Dubs? Ha, 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 and a little elbow to the ribs. And I'd be like, yes, yes, he did. So I said, so what, did he rape you? And on the other end, I just heard, so. <laughs> Jeez. And I said, well, uh. So did he? Come on. I hate you, C-Line. <laughs> now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Bateman and the Fat Man Diaries. So I was friends with my friend Lori for many years. Mm-hmm. It was my first year of college, and I decided to give my old friend a call. So I dialed up Lori, who 
as I remember, looked pretty good. <laughs> Maybe I thought I had a chance. But deep in my heart, I knew she was out of my league. I figured I'd ask about my old friend Carlos. You know, the guy that I uh, mentored me when I was younger in mm-hmm. middle school and high school. He was the cool guy to get all the girls. <laughs> I love this story. Carlos drove an IROC Z. And he was <laughs> driving fast down the road of Dude. life. Oh, God. All right. So I got off Ruby Tuesdays. All right, all right. The music's uh, dead. The music's dead. Go ahead. I called Lori, and I said, hey, baby, how you doing? She laughed and said, oh, Tommy, you're so funny and sweet. I said, I got something that's funny and sweet as well. (laughs) Then I talked turned to Carlos, and I said, hey, have you seen Carlos recently? It's been a year or two since I've seen him. She tried to change the subject, asking how my college classes are. But I said, no, I need to talk to Carlos, my guitar buddy. When she didn't respond about why she was angry at Carlos, I said, hey, did he rape you or something? (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Sad thing was, she just responded with pure silence. (laughs) Trying to cover up, I said, I guess so. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. If you need to talk, you know my number. I have to go do some homework I now. think you've done enough talking at that point. I would uh, just shut up and... Why would you ever ask a chick, Oh, why, did he rape you? Yeah, that's... <laughs> I mean, even if even if that guy didn't and some other guy did, you're still going to bring him... I was up... asking about a mutual friend who I had no idea was a rapist. How am I supposed to know it that? It doesn't matter if it was the, the, that guy or another guy somewhere else that raped her. It's going to bring back the thoughts of that rape. But Carlos had an IROC Z. He didn't need to rape. Was that a license to rape, the IROC Z? <laughs> yes. That and being from New Delhi? He was Mexican. <laughs> I'm afraid I see a couple lines are lit up. I'm hoping they're not for me. Fat Matt in the 407? You can't apologize for ear rape like those two faggots across the street. <laughs> <laughs> nope, can't do that. Never can apologize for that. Uh, absinthe coma in the 407. I don't think I can top uh, Tommy's uh, rape diary, yes. but, but but I will say that I had a recent douche show moment when my chick introduced me to a couple of her friends at a, uh, a pretty massive hotel party, and everyone's getting it on there. And I say, hey, you two are single. Why don't you why don't you hook up? And I make every sexual innuendo in the book. My my chick is telling me shut up, shut up. But I'm on a roll here, and I'm always embarrassing her. So I figured she was just embarrassed by the sexual innuendos I was making. Eventually, she pulls me to the side and says, they just broke up. And I, all I could do is stare at her and say, well, this is awkward. No, you know what you should have done to fill time and make it less awkward? She just said, why? Did, Did he, he rape, rape you? Her? Jesus. <laughs> See? Well, rape, rape me once. Shame on me. Rape me twice. You got it wrong. It's a hideout real radio 104.1. I just started listening to the new album of theirs. What'd you think? It's good. There's a couple songs in there that are 
a little bit too screamy for me. No, I'm more not. of a push now. No. But Rev- for the most part, it's a pretty good album. Rev9music.com. <laughs> hi, Todd. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1-407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, Chunks, get that uh, clip of uh, Phil Williamson, uh, or Phil Williams or whatever his name is on there. This, this guy is... Uh, the guy, uh, the uh, investigative news reporter out of Nashville, Tennessee, and we've played a few of his things before. This guy had a stroke, I guess, uh, like five or six years back, and he has a, yeah, he has a complete uh, terrible time reporting the news. But I guess he used to be good or something, so they keep him around <laughs> and let him do these things. This one is terrific. Uh, basically, a guy that's all stroked out, uh, arguing. With this uh, this uh, black lady who is running for office over there, or Ari is in, in office, uh, about how she spends her money, uh, the taxpayers' money, and uh, it's it's terrific <laughs> because she gets all ghetto on him, <laughs> and he keeps that straight uh, stroked that stroked out delivery that he has. So let's uh, let's start this off. It's illegal for lawmakers to pocket money that people give them for their political campaigns, which is why our chief investigative reporter, Phil Williams, wanted to ask State Representative Mary Pruitt about rent that she pays to herself. But the reaction that he got from her, well, it's like nothing we've ever seen. Sit back and watch as News Channel 5 investigates. And you tell the people what you're trying to do. I'm trying just no, to get the facts from you. This is not the Mary Pruitt most people see, <laughs> normally one of the more reserved members of the state house, when we try to... So that is the guy with the, uh, if I have to uh, describe it to you at all, this guy is a, uh, an older gentleman uh, with the big bushy mustache, white hair, uh, kind of chubbier, and uh, this old lady is an old black lady who is uh, a, uh, a councilman more reserved members of the state house when we tried to ask about how she spent her campaign funds you all set up an entrapment she wasn't the least bit reserved with us no i'm talking at issue this abandoned looking east nashville rental property what was that one what was that word i like to do this with him uh he just said something and uh, i wasn't really clear did you uh, hear it uh i think he said east national state university do you have any idea? I don't even know. East Nashville idea. rental property. All right, let's try it. Rental property. Oops. Pull it back. It was rental property. Property that represents the Pruitt bought just over two years ago, taking out a $28,000 mortgage. Since the report show Pruitt pocketed about $5,000 in <laughs> okay. That one was completely well, inaudible. Uh, no, we got it. Any guesses? Uh, Pruitt bitch. Uh, it sounds like Shapiro, girl. All right, let's see. Or mortgage. Since the report show Pruitt pocketed about $5,000 <laughs> in campaign money the first year, $6,600 last year, saying she was paying herself to rent the house as a campaign office. State regulators say that's legal as long as it's really an office. When you look at it, it's boarded up. It doesn't look no, like it's not boarded up. No, 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 it is not boarded up. In fact, Pruitt does have a campaign sign out front. 
And after we began investigating, we spotted her with the helper cleaning up the yard. Do you have any idea what that house is used for? But neighbors told us that's about as much activity as they've ever seen there. Is there any kind of office? No, there's no office or nothing. It's just same. How much did you use it last year? I used it about, oh, last year? We just had it. Oh, I used it, oh, about once every week or two. If that's true, then Pruitt and her staff must like working in the heat, in the cold, even in the dark. That's because the National Electric Service says that for most of 2005, no one so much as flipped on a light switch. NES says there was absolutely that's no electricity running exactly into that right. house for the last and nine no months. Water. That is exactly right. <laughs> And I'm so glad the people told me that you all been over there checking on me. And you can just keep right on checking on me, okay? So I, how can I, how can that be an I, office I, if I there's no electricity? Any computers electricity. There. But it's not just a lack of computers. Remember, PTS is her electric meter. I know we've talked about this guy before in length. But there is no way. My voice is already bad enough. My radio presence is already bad enough. I'm not going to stick with the business if I have a stroke, I'll go behind the scenes somewhere. I'll do something else. There's no way if I stroke out and sound like this, I'm coming back. Dick, you do the honors, buddy. Let's count it down. Thank what you about if you do this? This is even more embarrassing. And we're coming up on 20 seconds. 30 seconds. There it goes. They're waiting in anticipation. Oh, what a legend. There we go now. Look at her. He's going to be a lucky BC 07. Oh, yeah. All right, let's go back to the other retard. But it's not just a lack of computers. Remember, NES says her electric meter never moved even during the hottest days of last summer. I don't need to walk in a house and start turning on everything. Now, anything else you want to check out over there? There was nothing turned on in there for the last oh, nine months of last are year. Kid? Are you kidding? That's what NES told you. Price reports filed with the state claim she paid Nashville Electric $146 in campaign money for all of last year. You know what this sounds like? Whenever we're cutting promos or something and we mess up, we're like, yeah, just uh, splice it together. I'll start from where we messed yeah. up. And then when you splice it together, it never sounds quite right. And it sounds like every single word, he just said it individually, and they just cut it all together. Well, how could you? You got speaking spell, man, and uh, Mama Winslow from Family Matters going back and forth. It's kind of like your voicemail where it's like, you have seven messages left. Exactly. It's like a, it's like they just have like a bank of words from this man, and they just pop them all in. Stephen Hawking's. It's a great man. Hello. How are you? Today. Reports filed with the state claim she paid Nashville Electric $146 in campaign money for all of last year. But NES says her electricity bill wasn't even that much. That, again, is what people are talking about, <laughs> harassment of black elected officials. Mm -hmm. Now, asking tough questions is no, harassment. No, ain't tough questions. Who sent you over here? That's a tough question. Who sent you over here? The Nashville Democrat even accused us Does she feel uh, uh, good about beating up this retard? I think so. Because his, his, uh, his mind cannot work correctly anymore. There's no way. 
Yeah. I mean, and you can just listen to him, and uh, and she's there yelling at him. They're yelling back and forth. He's got that petrified look on his face. When he's just like, oh, yeah. Well, he, in Nashville, if you're ever uh, confronted with a black person, you just get that look on your face. I got I got an example real quickly of what you're talking about splicing together the mm-hmm. clips. Hey. Hey, Hefe. What's new? I you. Weird. I need yeah. a cigarette. My butt really stinks. Let's see him. I want to headbutt a parakeet. Don't be Mo. See, that sounds like a perfect conversation. Mm-hmm. Of tapping her phones. You're saying we have tapped your telephone. I said somebody. If you let somebody, then it's you. Pruitt argued that whatever she profited off renting her own house pales next to the money that she secretly spent on her campaign. Oh, I don't put it there. When I go and I do... report money that you put into your own campaign? Oh, I spent a whole lot of money in my campaign that belonged to me. It's money that she did not include on campaign spending reports required by law. Now you go and you find out accurate information, (laughs) sir, before you come to me. I think my information is probably more accurate than these reports that you filed. Well, what are you planning to do about it? Same thing. <laughs> Tell everybody. What do you got to do? Rogue, what do you got to do? Rogue, 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 and huh? clothes, and this, that, and nothing to do with the Oh, what truth. does it have to do with then? It has to do with telling the truth to the public. Oh, so now, public, he says I'm a liar. That's your problem. As to how the Not public problem, problem. ever find out how this veteran lawmaker has really spent her campaign money, she had an idea. You go get the TV out, the FBI, anybody <laughs> else you want to come and investigate me here. Seriously, and I mentioned there it. you have it. After state regulators questioned... I imagine that being what Matt Albert's mom sounds like. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like Big Mama's house over there. It's just completely uh, stereotypical. And then you got a, a uh, 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 just a freak interviewing her. Like, That's you. You better go clean your room. I'm not kidding, son. <laughs> I, I see it being more like the uh, family from Nutty Professor, where they're all just sitting around. Hercules, Hercules. Farting back and forth. <laughs> see, that lady's, the, the, the clumps lady is uh, too nice. Yeah. That lady's just completely out there. You know, I think uh, I think even though he's a Nashville, uh, Pinky in the 044 says that uh, he has some background information on him. Apparently him Pinchy. can... Shut the hell up, you stupid bit rapper. God. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, him continuing his... Radio, radio Jihad. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, he knew, uh, knows about this guy, and apparently him continuing this line of work uh, was a stroke of genius by him. <laughs> oh, no. It definitely was a... a... <laughs> Spit it out. Go ahead. <laughs> it's a good thing you came by this clip, Doves. That was a stroke of good luck. I don't know if you can use a stroke one again. Then you have to move into another one. I'm sure mm. if you heard it on our station, it'd stroke his ego. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> that actually wasn't bad, C-Line. Thank you. Added a few strokes to his golf game, though. <laughs> and actually, I'm going to you know, give uh, C-Line a little stroke for uh, for Ian <laughs> yeah. getting over there. Investigate me here. And there you have it. After state regulators questioned Pruitt about paying the rent to herself, she said that she would reduce the amount for last year by $1,000. That still leaves her ahead by more than $10,000 so far. <laughs> Bill Williams, <laughs> News Channel 5. I was at 4 minutes, 32.1 seconds of audio, and I have no idea what they're talking about. All I got from it was parakeet and jello. Well, uh, that's the problem with that one is uh, that... Uh, both on both sides, there were two people that you really didn't want to listen to, but you had fun listening to them. You didn't want to hear what they had to say. You just want to hear them fight back and forth, which they did. This would be like putting me in pillow pants into the studio and just leaving us in there to talk, <laughs> uh, to have a political debate. 
It just wouldn't make any sense. I would actually enjoy to hear that. Yep. That would be... What are you talking a, about? A little known fact about, about this reporter. Um, <laughs> he won awards in college in the backstroke. <laughs> he was a swimmer. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't get it up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Sile. <laughs> you got that one? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one. So on happy I don't have horse. a camera on me. <laughs> Are we able to contact this guy to get dropped yeah, was, from him? Yeah, I was thinking about. Well, that. I, I think he'd be a little sensitive because we uh, just rip on him for his uh, strokeness. <laughs> You just don't tell him that's what we do. I'm sure he'll figure it out. Can't. I wish we could. What else would anybody want to talk to him about except for his uh, strokeitude? He's a good. <laughs> get a job application. He's a good news reader, and we want him to read our phone numbers. Oh, man. I just want to get his email address so that we can have all the heretics send him hate email. Like, it seems to be whenever uh, you mention a website. On his, uh, I, we went to his website before, and they didn't have any kind of links to uh, email these people. Of course it's not. It's Nashville. It's uh, com, I believe. And if you go there, you can find out what this guy looks like. But, yeah, he's... Does he have the half face? Like, you know, after you uh, Actually, no. That, and the first time I pulled audio from this, I didn't know. And uh, I I was in such a hurry, I didn't really listen to it that closely until he played it on the air. And I'm like, what the hell's going on with this guy? And uh, we looked into it more, and it turns out he stroked out a while back. <laughs> that's a shame. I mean, that's... So he's become my new favorite guy oh, in all of Newsland. He's great. All right, in a couple of minutes, we're going to give you a qualification again for the Madden tournament. And uh, one more on top of that tonight, we'll have uh, two ways for you to win. Uh, qualifying 16 people for the Madden 2007 tournament. This Friday, the 18th, PlayStation 2 format. Uh, you must be 18, and you must be able to be here Friday night at the beginning of the show. It's going to be hosted by Phil Frazier, uh, producer of Madden. So hideout, Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> You're back in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, 407 916 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. New study out there, uh, and uh, I want you to think about this, Tommy Bateman, so I trust your opinion on this. Uh, what ethnicity do you think it would be the best at uh, sex acts? Because uh, the study says that redheads have more sex than uh, people of other hair colors or uh, ethnicities. That's crazy. Why? Ugh, I don't know anyone who'd want to actively seek out a redhead to sleep with. Oh, man. I love them. Really? I Why? Only, I only like if it's dyed red. I really? Like I love red. the natural red. Natural red is good. I was just associate them with being Irish, and I expect them to do a little jig and go chase a leprechaun. Don't be racist. Oh, sorry. Well, that rules you out. Have you ever been with a redhead? Not the regular one? No. No? Uh, chunks, I'm going to just assume no. Uh, I got red mark on my hand once. Well, the greatest thing about them, you can't tell when they're on their cycle, so it's uh, <laughs> it's always a pleasure. That's true. I can't... Jeez. The, I don't know how to phrase this anymore. There was one New Year's Eve back in high school where mm-hmm. my friend and I were hanging out, and like 
there's a girl he liked, so he brought her along, and she brought her fat redhead friend with red freckles, and she used the bathroom and just say that after we went in, <laughs> I still had to flush. So that uh, turned you off to uh, to redheads forever. Yeah, because he posted me and he goes, "Hey, come here, look." And I was like, "Why, oh, oh, son of a bitch?" And I go, "Why? Why would you do that? Did she rape you or something?" And then it, was, <laughs> it was really uncomfortable afterwards, and I just walked out. I don't understand the freakout factor that a lot of people have with redheads. So I, I, there's a lot of people out there who are just completely weirded out. It seems redheads are always like hit or miss. There's not too many that are in the middle ground. They're either really hot or just horrible, like that chick Tommy was talking well, about. If they're thin, I usually am pretty much into them. I yeah. don't know. For some reason, <laughs> there's uh, there's something about those redheads. They got that albino skin. I know. Though. It's great. Oh, freckles. It's like you're... Yeah. yeah, the freckles are nice, too. It's like you're having sex with an alien. It's a weird-looking alien. You know, there is that theory out there. The redheads, they're, they're like the direct descendants from some alien. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. at all. Any of those Irish people, they're all kind of weird. The authentic Irish redhead isn't as uh, good looking to me as like, you know, these, like there's some, there's something about the Americanized redhead, you know, uh, that is really good. But didn't we talk to that chick who said that they were like witches we, and aliens or yeah, something? Yeah, we either had some uh, like some long drawn out story about it or yeah. there was uh, there, we I, had a guest on it. I got some chick who wrote a book about it and then Maybe you and Hefe ran her off so <laughs> I don't know what she, she even well, said. Well, I was into it. Then I don't I guess, care if they are aliens or not. Do you see that many thin redheads though? Yeah. Really? Pretty easy to find. And they're all sexed up according to the story. They have more sex than anybody else. If I were to go with an ethnicity, I'd say like an Arab chick, because you know they're belly dancers, and I imagine, you know, when you're having sex with them, it's got to be pretty good. No, they bomb in bed. How would How you know? Yeah. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> God. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Him. Was that your joke? Yep. They bomb in bed? Ah. <laughs> uh. Radio Jihad. I see. Yeah. Penguin of Death says, hey, I heard that I'm Irish, Chunks, you douche. That's a dude, right? I don't know. Who is it? Penguin of Death. Oh, I don't know. Well, it sounds it... like a female mm-hmm. with that name. Good yeah, job I'm... making everyone angry, Chunks. What do you t- if it's a guy, I'm not going to sleep with a guy. <laughs> what? No. That's the first time you've ever said that. <laughs> well, yeah, just the redheaded guys? No. You aren't into that? No. Well, Bikers BJ is going to be upset. Well... Well, Bicarious BJ kind of has this uh, charisma. I mean, come on. I'm not going to. No, I'm not any guy. doesn't matter if they're redhead or not. I'm sorry, evil death penguin. Hmm. Hmm. This crap. So you, Tommy, are afraid of redheaded girls because they have odd poops. And (laughs) you think that they just look like freaks. What about you? Ah, I don't have any problem with redheads. No, you'd uh, you'd be all about it, dude. I haven't gotten laid. Are you kidding me? I'm, I can't be. Uh, I'm, I'm saying in an ideal situation, you know, there's uh, there's equal like uh, hotness there. You have your your uh, choice of equal hotness of all these girls. I think redheads are hot. Okay, definitely. Here's the thing, though. Going Skinny back ones. to it, redhead. Th- going back to the Irish thing. Irish dudes like to hit their women a lot. That's probably Good. why you like redheads because you can knock them around a little bit and they'll just get right into it. Well, here's the, the thing is, they're trained for it, so you aren't going to knock them out. You know, you're going to, you, they'll, they'll be able to be like that, uh, that weighted, that sand weighted down, uh, inflatable thing as a kid. Wham! I hated that thing. Pops I think it's frustrating. Yeah, you, it, there's, I don't know how many times I would just knock it down, hold it down, and step on it until it popped, because it kept on getting up. 
and stab it. That's what I always did. You just stab it with a the knife. Pain in the ass. Mine was Superman. I always punch Superman in the face. And he always bounced right back. I had like the generic one. Uh, with like just like the big yellow one with the smiley face uh, on it, and nothing more pisses you off more when you're seven years old punching one of those <laughs> things and it's smiling at you. And you just, I, I you just dubs. It won't even uh, you know, it won't bleed, it won't do anything. Cool. You're just like grabbing it by its face, trying to make it frown. What kind of sick parent would buy their kid that? Just the years of emotional therapy that will follow <laughs> after trying to beat the crap out of this plastic thing. And you can't do it. It just smiles at you. It taunts you. It's like the earliest stage of self-defeat for a kid. It just teaches you not to try anything. Just give up right when you're seven years old. Time in the 407. Yeah, man. I was just listening to y'all doing redheads or brunettes or whatever. What about a girl that's kind of like been an amputee that she's like shark attack victim and her arms all gone? But you know she was a surfer, so she's still smoking hot. She didn't have an arm, so... What was that girl's name? Uh... Brandy? No, uh... No. What was that girl's name? The teenager? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, it's on the... Mm-hmm. Oh! But uh, amputee I'd have no problem with. Yeah. Not a problem at all. T-Rex really? arm. Just, uh, just for the story. Oh. What about a nub? You wouldn't have a problem with a T-Rex arm, would you? Oh, a T-Rex arm's, uh, money. You get right into that. What about burn? You're so odd. What? Everything, what you guys don't understand is all life is, is a big collection of stories. And what can you tell your friends and, uh, you know, everybody when you're, when you're laying on your deathbed? If I can say, you know what, I'll run down the list. T-Rex arm, done it. <laughs> Amputee, done it. Midget, done it. Burn victim, burn there. victim, done it. Any of them. Hmm, I guess I'll just stick there. with a hot, normal chick. You know, that, uh, that chick from, uh, The Craft... That really turned me on when I, she takes her shirt off and there's all those burn marks yeah, on her back. Yeah, that was I never hot. saw that. Is that Robin Tunney? Yeah, I think so. She's in prison break now. Boy, uh, is she ugly. She's hideous. Someone someone told me that she was a redhead, and I was like, ugh. I can't imagine her as redhead. She'd be even more hideous. Who's the hottest redhead that's famous? Julianne Moore? Um, Julianne Moore, probably. Okay, she's not bad. Yeah, she's pretty hot. She's like the, but she's more like a strawberry blonde. No, she's completely redheaded. No. Yes. I refuse, 100%. No. No, I. Did I thought see... you weren't a, you weren't opposed to it before. Now you're uh, completely opposed to it, saying uh, they have to be strawberry blonde. Somebody has to stop them. I don't know. Chunks what... is out there fighting the good fight. Yeah, no, somebody competent. <laughs> what are you talking about? Somebody doesn't pick up crack whores. That and still not get. Don't even get started with that crack whore, man. I'm still really burned by that. <laughs> I'll take out all the Where? redheads, front or back. <laughs> Both. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Yes. Now I just want to go down beating redheads up. So, you guys have uh, criteria for hotness, mm-hmm. and there's no novelty bangs for you. No. There's not one novelty one that you're like, you know what, I have to do it. Mm. No. Not at all. Celebrity. That's not novelty. I'm yes, talking about is. some de- deformity. No, no deformities. Midget. Retard. I-, I would go with midget. Unibrow? Death mute. Yeah, yeah. Some just that the noises they would the make. The screams that would come out of that. I gotta stop smoking. Holy hell! I go with you and Unibrow. There's Selma Hayek and Frida. Oh man, she still look good. Oh, by the way, the chick's name was Bethany Hamilton. Oh, oh yeah, man. Bethany Hamilton. Hmm. What about Lindsay Lohan? Oh yeah. I'm really into her. Not anymore. Without a doubt. Just the red hair does it for me. 
She doesn't even, didn't she dye it blonde? Yeah, but it's back now. Oh. I saw, uh, there's a, there's a new picture of her out there, uh, oh. with a nice side boob shot. Boobs popping out. I saw the side boob shot. That was nice. Robert looks gangly lately. Robert in the 407. Yeah, hey, uh, what about, and what about a, uh, a bearded lady? I mean, sideshow bearded lady, you know, knockout body, but just full ZZ top beard. No. Do it. Mm. I'd do it in a second. There's no problem with that. And uh, speaking of bearded chicks, <clears throat> uh, the, uh, Scarlett Johansson, I guess, came out and said that she goes to uh, these um, the, the her uh, premieres in a in one, one of those big trench coats, uh, hat drawn down, and a mustache. What? Oh, so nobody recognizes. Yeah, so it? no one recognizes her. The question is like a child molester. Jesus. The question is, in that outfit, do you still do her? Yes. No. In the outfit, does that make you gay? Yes. Anytime you have to ask, does that make you gay? It's gay. Why? It's Scarlett Johansson. She's just wearing a fake beard. No. Role playing. That don't make you gay. Well, if you role play, if that's what you're into, then that may. What do you but think? But if, if she said, "Hey, this is all I have to do," you know, and I I just can't get this beard off, but I need you right now. No. Yeah. You pull it off till her skin comes off, or anything but that. I thought you were in deformities. Well, that'll heal. Jose in the 407. Hey, how about Kate Winslet? Now, you can't front. She is hot. For a fatty, yeah. You can't she has front. nice boobs. Can't front, dubs. I think she's hot. Luncheon. No problem. She's okay. The wild talk in the 813. Uh, yes, I think uh, redheads are very attractive, but I could never, ever sleep with one because every single female in my entire family has red hair. Send uh, them over. <laughs> that is Bring them up. them for me. I still haven't got my voice completely back. Bring him up to the open door. I'm sorry? Bring a, bring your family up to the open door. <laughs> right. I'll line them up. Jesus. I'm not kidding. Bring There's some ice something. cream, too. I'm just in the mood. There's something about the redheads. And if they put the, put their uh, hair in ponytails, it's over. That's odd, man. Over. Who did you know like that when you were younger? None, but the, here's the thing. My a nun? Gr- That's even worse, you <clears throat> sick no. bastard. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Well, I was always attracted to the uh, young nun in uh, the first sister act, too. But that's God. besides the point. You're the uh, people I've ever met in my life. But, she was cute. <clears throat> yeah, very. Uh, and I ran a batch. And I think that is completely wrong, but I, I did. Follow him. <laughs> follow him wherever he may go. What about sleeping with a chick? Messing got, my shoes. What about sleeping with a chick who's a, uh, got a face looks like a toad? Would you do that? Oh, that complete toad face? Yes, absolutely. If it's like the only one out there and can join twins, over. I got that. Yeah. You got to. <laughs> what about one of those chicks that gets all the piercings all over, like in the eyes, and they get the oh, implants? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Come hey, on. Is it gay if you have sex with a guy and you're pretending you're gay role-playing? <laughs> that, no, well. Uh, I guess if you're pretending. Roger in the 407. <laughs> All right, man, I want a drop, I mean, a drop-dead, nine-and-a-half, gorgeous, beautiful girl, but she used to be a guy. Not anymore. There's no uh, junk there anymore. No, she used to be a guy. She's now a full 100% girl, and she's drop-dead, nine-and-a-half, gorgeous. Post-up. you got to do it. No, because it's got to do it. He's still got the X chromosome in him. I ain't banging the X chromosome. Oh, man. I don't know, because I think they just turn it inside out. And yeah. Spread. They don't matter. But they got the big meaty so paws. Technically, they're still junk. The big shoulders, you know, biceps. Yeah, we're talking one that uh, is a nine and a half on any scale. On any scale for a chick, a nine and a half. 
That Without would... a doubt. I wouldn't like to sleep with her, but I would like to beat her up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a dude still. I, guess. I, I can't say that, though. See? I said I'd... Exactly. <laughs> you just admitted it. <laughs> After everything is separated, I say yes. No. Yes. No. Get your most. Gay wide. <laughs> Someone up there just said Molly Ringwald. What about her? Is she a hot uh, redhead back was, in the day? She was hit or miss. Sometimes she looked all right. Other times she looked terrible. I think she looks terrible now again. Yeah. Somebody, uh, somebody else, I think... It was that's the one thing about redheads. They usually age poorly. Because hmm. they're redheads and they're ugly. Um... Somebody brought up uh, one, actually one redhead who's not bad looking, uh, I forget her name, the Donna from that 70s show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although she is blonde now, so she came to her senses and she's not a weirdo anymore. I don't think she was naturally redheaded anyway. Was I she? think she was. <laughs> well, I think she wasn't. In the 70s, they didn't have hair dye. Take that. Well, they didn't have any crack whores either. You gotta take down yeah, uh Yeah, she was. OBT. Jason, 727. Um, yeah, you know, uh, Allison Hannigan from... Uh, uh, American Pie, yes. I like yeah. Yeah. Good one. Would you? Uh, yeah, she wasn't bad. I don't know. I yeah, I guess she is a redhead. She's mm-hmm. kind of blondish, though. She's she dyes it, though. In the first ones where she was natural, she was an actual redhead. She's hotter now that she's blonder. I'm just worried about the hair texture down there. It's the same. Is it? Yes. Because I picture it being much like... My hair on my head, just wild. Yeah, I, I mean, any girls, if you don't maintain, yeah, it's going to end up like that. But a redhead more so than most. Why? No. I don't know, man. Like Bozo or something. T-Money in the 407. Hey, what's up, hot out? What's up, bro? Hey, what about Pippi Longstocking, dog? <laughs> That's a little uh, creepy. What? It's Pippi? Chunks' alley. Pippi Longstocking? <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. If she was in pageants, it's okay. <laughs> Superimposing. You got the handlebars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, age and allegedly, all that stuff, you know. But, uh, yeah. So you think Scarlett Johansson is hot only wearing a, no. w- a wig and mustache? No, and I, I, I just don't think that it would stop me from uh, doing that. Yeah, she's still got boobs and all the right parts. Yeah, it's just she's wearing a fake mustache. Curtis in the 386. Hey, what's going on? What's up, bro? No, I'm just driving home with my girlfriend, and she's a redhead, and she's starting to take a test all this uh Bad-mouthing of redhead. Oh, I'm all about... Hey, can you put her on the phone? Uh, well, she's inside, right? I'd probably uh, be able to get her on the phone, but she's telling me I'm going to have to uh, email you guys some pictures of her, so maybe you'll... Please do. You know. I, I I tell you what, I I will run one. Oh, right here in the studio. Like. I don't care. Redhead. Hey, That's that. enough for me. Stop. Look, that creepy look, dude. That's not... I will do it on that cam. No. Oh, but no. Email. All right. Uh, J-Dubs, J-D-U-B-S, at WTKS.com. J-W-T-K-S? Yep, dot com. Okay, thanks. Uh, Later, bro. Is that what? why you live near a Wendy's? Yes. <laughs> sick I just, I just open the blinds a little bit and have oh. my way. Oh, man. There is a T-Rex. Oh, man. I, <laughs> there is a T-Rex. Works, yeah. Dave Thomas did I, something good besides... I look down and say, Biggie size. Ah, oh, come on. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1.
If you're not watching Real Radio TV, don't start, please. You just missed me take my shirt off and strike a little pose for you. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1407916104188978. star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. We're kind of in the middle of two conversations here. I still haven't gotten the answer from Tommy that I was looking for with the uh, redheads. I guess they are considered uh, uh, to be having more sex than uh, people of other backgrounds. Redheaded girls and guys tend to get laid more and have a higher sex drive than people uh, not with red hair. And uh, also, uh, there was a story of Scarlett Johansson sneaking into movie theaters uh, to watch her uh, openings and everything, um, wearing a trench coat, a big hat, and a mustache. Hot. You actually find that hot? I mean, I would still do it if she was uh, wearing that stuff, but I would prefer not. Oh, man, I'm Italian. Most of the women in my family have hair lips already, so that's true. grown up with it. I was reading the redhead story thing. It also said that chicks that dye their hair red uh, are just like putting out a signal that they want it. Even really? If the, even if they're in a relationship, it means that they're not happy. So if your chick is dyeing her hair red, that usually means that she's not happy and the, uh, they're in looking the, for something better. Hmm. Tommy, the, the question to you is, in your opinion, best background, uh, that kind of chick, you know, uh, what, what is the best chick? It's and I'm not saying like uh, your personal preference of a chick, but what chick do you think is the best in bed? I think it's a not just like a normal white girl, mm-hmm. but like someone who you would describe as white, but has some sort of like some kind of uh, ethnic background. But you yeah, really can't maybe tell. like maybe like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like it's like German. Yeah, like a little bit of German, like maybe Sharpay. a little bit of Native American <laughs> or something like that. Just something kind of like, I don't know, That's it's a hard question. I, I wouldn't say Irish. They seem a little too... And that's redheaded. Mexican? Yeah. Maybe a little bit of Mexican. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Latin girls. Yeah, but maybe like a half Latin, half white, or or like half German, half something else. That would be... I think a good novelty would be a chick that uh, does not speak the language that you speak and has no idea what you're saying to her. Yeah, that would be interesting, but y- you never know if she is saying no. You have to know at least that much of the language <laughs> so you don't end up you know, in some kind of uh, thing where I, I just couldn't understand her, and no one's going to believe you. Because she was dressed annoying. that way. She was looking for it. She, <laughs> she, was, she was dressed like yes, and that's all I need. Miguel on the 407. Miguel. Oh, yeah, um, well, would you bang a girl that's like a, a 10, but she's dead? <laughs> a, a dead 10. <laughs> Which brings that down to an alive 7. Uh, well, Bo Derek's getting up there in age. Yeah. No, I wouldn't bang a dead chick. Really? Would you yeah, have beer. boobs if no one was around? Well, I mean, I guess if you have a really big microwave and a lot of water. If you had beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make this feasible. Stop. <laughs> Chuck Jock. <laughs> no. What? All right. Let's go to Murphy in the 407. Murphy, there. I have the best combination woman for that loving in mm. the bedroom. Extra X chromosome? It's Mexi- <laughs> Mexican-Italians. Half Mexican, half Italian? Sounds kind of gassy. Yeah, uh, too hairy. Wait, 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 wait. Mm. It, I mean, it may look like Chewbacca, but it's good in bed. All right, all right, if you're if you're just talking sexual, you know that that probably would 
get you over. Yeah, but then you like, Brazilian though, I think would uh, be a nice one to throw in there. Yeah, if you want AIDS. No, but if you like <laughs> kiss their lower back. Hey, you know what I'm into. I'm looking to gather as many things as I can in my life. I've seen MikeInBrazil.com. <laughs> he needs to lose a few pounds. As he's eating a cupcake. Good one. <laughs> uh, I forget what it was. Oh, yeah. Like, with that uh, half Italian, half Mexican, if you, like, you know, kiss her on the shoulder or back, you're going to be, like, pulling, like, body hair out of your teeth for the uh, you know, What you do is uh, you just don't floss for the night, and you got it taken care of right there with a nice uh, little make-out session. Oh. Perfect for you. Have you ever bit your girlfriend on the neck and actually pulled some of her hair out? No, no. I, I did that, and I got someone stuck in my teeth. I, it was kind of funny, though. Kind of Skin, hot, too? No, it oh, was just hair. You didn't okay. I, mm, well, well, later. Bite enough. You bite a tattoo. Leave, yeah? Leave your own tattoo of your, like, your teeth in there. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Hey, come over get... here and eat the clown? No. Huh? Get away. Yeah, nice little clown tattoo for you. Stop. Put your shirt. <laughs> your pu- no. You want me to do shirtless radio? No. It's no, kind of no, just no, like no, a way no, to say no. Tommy was here. No. 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. We'll come back. Wrap it up. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Caller 7 right now at 407-916-1041. 407-916-1041. Get the slot to compete in our Madden 07 tournament. You must be available to come into the studio this Friday, the 18th at 6.50 p.m. in order to play. The winner of the tournament gets a brand new copy of Madden 07. Madden 07 for the PlayStation 2. Courtesy of EA Sports. For your next chance to win, keep listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. That's right, it's your chance to win right now. 407 916 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Your chance to win a spot. Qualifying spot to uh, be a part of the Madden 2007 tournament going on this Friday. Uh, PlayStation 2 format. You must be 18. You must be able to be up at the studio at the beginning of the show. It's going to be hosted by Phil Frazier, uh, producer of Madden. So call right now, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. During the last break, I think it was the last break, uh, this guy called up and said his girlfriend was getting upset over the fact that uh, we uh, we were talking illy. Well, I wasn't. I'm praising redheads. Yeah, they're animals. <laughs> they're definitely not animals. But uh, this guy, he sent over pictures of his girlfriend. I sent them to you, actually, too, uh, Chunks. Yeah. She is hot. Redheaded hot. Would you, uh, is that something you'd be into, Tommy? Uh, I like her face. Her body's it- good. Yeah, I don't know. She's, she's thin. She's got uh, nice sized boobs. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Boobies. I don't know. I'm looking at them. It's like you just gave up on life there. Like, <laughs> she's nice uh, sized boobs. Boobs. I'm going to go uh, kill myself now. Oh, yeah. No, she's pretty, though. Yeah. Definitely not. No, I will say this. Since she is pretty, I don't, I don't consider her a redhead, though. I will say this. There's one. Uh, how can I term this, Tommy? Oh! I think. Uh, uh, I don't know. Whoa, what the hell? Um, it's like you took uh, a bunch of Wrigley's. Like, yeah, like uh, you know, big league chew. Say <laughs> so you uh, spit it on the ground. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and 
And uh, that resembles an area. Ah. <laughs> Hold on, I haven't opened them all yet. It's the last picture. But it wouldn't stop me. I always wonder when people don't send pictures of their butt. I always wonder if they're hiding something. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think this one is. She's uh, she might not have a whole lot going on back there. Maybe but too I don't much. Think it, I don't think it's uh, mm-hmm. gonna be bad. She's pretty thin all around. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. All right. Where's my chewing gum? <laughs> Let's go to George in the 407. Oh boy. George. What's up, bro? Hey, remember uh, back in the 80s, I don't know if you guys so remember, back in the 80s, you go roller skating, mm-hmm. and you pick up whoever uh, whoever's available? Yeah. Um, actually did that, my buddies were like laughing at me, didn't know why, I had this beautiful, beautiful brunette, thought she was redhead, but beautiful brunette, take her in the car, she wore a long sleeve shirt, uh, you, you're talking about stories you never forget, and you got to tell your buddies when you're on your deathbed. Mm-hmm. Well, she takes off her blouse, and half her arm is missing because her brother had shot her arm off Oh, my shock God. Hot. Hot. <laughs> it's hillbilly town, and you're like, at least she had teeth, though. Yeah. Yeah, but her arm was half gone, but... Any well, good? Definitely a story that you, your buddies never let you live down. Well, I, I don't know if you even have to live it down. I think it's bragging rights. I mean, that's a story. You, those guys do not have that story. I guess they do. They can say uh, their friend, but you have that story personally for life. I I actually never apologize for something like that. Well, that right, sounds well, like a good time. Did you? Con- oh, I don't know if I'm he sorry. continued or if he freaked out. I'm sure he freaked out for a second, but when you're in that act, you're not going to run away. You're like, all right, whatever. Watch me. <laughs> I'll run away if someone comes in and takes her fake leg off in the studio. And then you know you know that. <laughs> You know that uh, she can only block one side. and uh, Well, I at least wanted to be somewhat fair in a fight. <laughs> Why? Hmm. It's no fun. No, I mean, it's somewhat competitive. I mean, it's it's not like I'm going to say I beat up a girl with both with one arm. It's, she had both her arms. It wasn't like she was handicapped. That's what really surprises me about you, Tommy. You don't have any novelties. You don't have a goal, a novelty goal. Celebrity. It's like a... No, that's not a yes, novelty it goal. It should be like a scavenger hunt, where you're just trying to pick up the most random stuff. Yeah, Chunks did that. Mm. Uh-huh. Wild Talk in the 813. Uh, yeah, I actually have fantasies about amputees sometimes. Really? What is wrong with you, you freak with redheads in your family? <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll be uh, with myself, and um, mm-hmm. just they'll pop in my head, and I won't be able to stop myself. <laughs> Do you actually uh, do you actually look it up? Yeah, no, I don't look it up. It's just uh, maybe you should try. If, it, sounds, it sounds like it's your I'm, thing. If I'm already on the internet, mm-hmm. it, it's mostly upper half. I like like arms. Yeah, you like a couple missing arms. Yeah, I, I, legs not so much, but I'm not gonna reject it if she's missing a leg. No, why would you? I seriously, they need uh, love too. Yeah, I mean, it's like you uh, have a human top. Oh. <laughs> you just have a good time. He's a. What's wrong with him? He's a freak. A freak looking for a freak. Hey, Erica, you are the uh, the the chick in the pictures. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So you were uh, you were kind of offended by uh, what Chunks and uh, Tommy were saying I about love redheads. redheads. I think no, great. no, no, no. I've been the one behind redheads this whole time, oh, and I would love you. to uh, to do the same with you. That's cool. Okay. I just- 
how am I not a redhead? How does he not consider me a redhead? No, because he doesn't find redheads hot, and he found you hot, so he said you can't be a redhead then. Yeah. Uh oh, it's all real. Yeah. Oh, I know. We we saw all the pictures. I still think you're an alien, <laughs> especially after I'm that an third, alien. third picture. Yeah. Uh, uh, so your uh, your boyfriend's cool if you sending these uh, these nudes over. Oh yeah, he gets off on that. He likes it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Um, Did you hear that I laugh? I don't even know about chewing gum. What? <laughs> Wait. What? Who? Uh, it, it's a tough thing to describe on the air. All right. Um, it's... And I have a nice big butt, so. Do you? Nice. Yes, I do. I'd like to get a picture right. of that too. But don't okay. worry, honey. You are you are completely hot. Thanks. And uh, do you mind if we post these uh, pictures up on hideoutheretics.net so everybody can that see them? Cool. That's fine. Sure. All right. <laughs> All right. Then All right. Uh, keep and on listening. And, uh, there is normal. What's that? Our hair down there is normal. Yeah, it's very normal. Okay. I'm checking it out right now. All right. Just uh, talk a little slower. All right. All right. Have a good night. Thanks. See you. Bye-bye. Great. They will be sent. Neeb. <laughs> what? Turn that backwards and it's uh, who sent over wind them. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I guess that's it for us tonight. Good show. Hefe uh, less tonight. He was uh, homesick. Hopefully he's uh, back tomorrow. Had a little trouble with his voice today, so he was not in. Wake up the monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke. Middays, uh, Phil's Fall in the Afternoon, then we are back to hideout. Uh, be somebody, always talk good, and stay classy. We got bitch 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 
I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I, I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.